Blog Talk Radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. It's Babs Ayagbusi. Michael Thompson talking. It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. I'm Jerry Rose. Psycho Killer, Kamasa Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio. It's bad boy for life. Ladies and gentlemen, WrestleCast. Oh, WrestleCast was last night, damn it. It's Sportscast Radio. Oh. I, I uh, got a little too excited, and I and I had to take it take it down a notch here. We got we got a we got a whole crew with us. We got we got a what do we got? Willie Mopena is in the house. Is that right? We got Willie yeah. Mo here. Willie Mo, Willie Mo, Willie Mo's here from Owatonna. You didn't know that Willie Mopena lives in Owatonna. <laughs> I saw him at Walmart the other day. <laughs> and then and then we got uh we got. Uh, the other man you saw in Owatonna, uh, Braun Strowman's on the line. Braun, are you with us? Are you are you, are you referring to me as Braun Strowman? Because you were about to catch these hands. <laughs> what about Eric Rowan? Eric Rowan, yep, he was there too. Eric Redbeard. Yep. Redbeard was in Owatonna. I saw him in Owatonna too. Why in Owatonna? Just a weird place. Yeah, I saw I saw most of the White family in Owatonna. How's that work out? Dang, R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, we got Luke here, we got Elijah here, and if you didn't know by the intro, uh, we we were gonna do something, but it had Zach Wilson in there, so I had to change that shit. But damn it, we are talking the the world of the National Football League, if you will, tonight here. We got our mid-season mock draft. I have three pieces of paper in front of me, and I'm redoing a fourth one just in case I don't like one of these. That's how much I've been doing uh, doing today. We got our mid-season awards. We're coming at you with our MVPs, Offensive Defensive Player of the Year, Rookies of the Year, Comeback Player, Head Coach, Talking, we got to talk some Vikings as always. We got to talk about our uh, our new savior, the man that Luke's going to get a tattoo of, Mr. Josh Dobbs, with his astronaut. <laughs> and, and, the, and we're just talking the general state. What's up, Elijah? I said the pastornaut. The pastornaut. That's let's go, man. I can't believe that. That it, it, most people know this, Elijah, especially of doing you know sportscasts with me since 2015, and Luke probably knows a little bit, but maybe not as in depth because I've never bitched probably as much because they've been better in the years. But as somebody who's an Arizona Cardinals fan, my life is deterred every year by the amount of dog shit backups this company or this team brings in, like Drew Stanton as one and and you know just just names like that and this year was josh dobbs who came in for uh for mr kyler murray what up kyler can't wait to see you get on the field this weekend killing it and uh you know josh dobbs was was average not uh, nothing crazy but average and he came to the vikings and holy shit he was fantastic i feel like he was i feel like he was better than 
average on a bad Cardinals team. Yeah, like, I think that's fair. Really bad Cardinals team. <laughs> he made he made some he made a lot of like huge plays. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, you got to. Re- you can go ahead, Elijah. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say he uh he did throw some interceptions and had some fumbles, but I mean he like made a lot of a lot of big plays for them, especially in their uh, the wins that they did have this year. So, like. It's very, I don't know, it's interesting. I just, I wonder uh, how so many teams kind of just let them get away. Like, it's, just, it's just weird to me seeing him play like he is with us and seeing how he played with the Cardinals and then just seeing all the teams that kind of are like, ah, we, he's okay, we don't need him, but I don't know. That's all I had to say about that for and that's all you got to say about that. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got, Lee? Well, I think it's just surprising how well he's done this year with I mean, everyone's got to remember James Conner in that run game was hurt for what, 4 or 5 weeks. Mm-hmm. So, it was just it was the Josh Dobbs so Josh Dobbs show. Granted, I mean, Cardinals are what 2 and 6, 1 and no, 2 and 8. One and nine, something like that. Two, yeah, because Kyler's uh, one and zero. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, even how many of them were one score games? Were they quite a few, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, let me. I'll pull up the uh, while you're going here. I'll pull up their um, their schedule so far. And I mean, two weeks with the Vikings. In the first week, he didn't. Even, he was here for like thirty six hours. Like he was still in the hotel that the team put him in because he didn't have a house yet. I mean to say. To say that he's overperformed is a understatement. So uh, they lost by four to the Commanders, yep. three to the Giants, okay. uh, 19 to the Niners, 14 to the Bengals, uh, oh God, would that be 17 to the Rams, 10 to the Seahawks, 7 to the Ravens, and 27 to the Browns. But that 27 point, that was with that tune guy. Clayton Tune. Clayton Tune, baby. Um, I I gotta say this too, and I, I think this is one of the t- deterrents for Josh Dobbs is he's only twenty eight, which is great, you know, and he's 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 got size to him. He's six three, two twenty, he's a big boy. And you could see his size when he's running out there, but you know, he's on he's on the he gets drafted for uh 20, 2017, he's a fourth round pick to the Steelers, plays there until twenty nineteen. Then also in 2019, he plays for Jacksonville. Goes back to the Steelers from for 2020 to 2021. 2022, he's on Cleveland. He's on Detroit's practice squad. He's back on the Titans. Then he's back on Cleveland, then Arizona, and then the Vikings. So he kind of was just jumping around. And I got to be honest, too. I think a lot of it has to do with how well – of a scheme that at O'Connell runs too. I think we got to give him some of the credit that it fit Dobbs's role. I'm sure they knew that Dobbs was going to fit that role and he's, he's flourishing in it. And I, I bet you he's getting a lot more freedom than he, than he was getting in some of those other ones. You know, if you're Arizona, you're trying to avoid wins. And then when you realize, well, we're not going to get a top pick, we might as well see what Kyler's still got. Maybe just draft around him and keep him. Because his, his contract is a lot more friendly now, especially when Danny Dimes is getting forty million a year. 
Hey, you leave Danny Dimes out of this. <laughs> I don't I mean, think I've... That's Danny dog shit. I don't think I've ever felt bad for a grown man in my entire life than when I watched that game when he, like, fell to the ground when he went to go throw the ball. Like, he couldn't move. He was like, ah! I was was listening to the radio today, and they were saying a lot of interesting things about Josh Dobbs, like, insider stuff, like, um, in Tennessee. Mm Mm-hmm. They were saying after the after those couple games that he had with Tennessee, they were saying that he was going to be their guy going forward, and for some reason he wasn't. Um, for some reason they decided to draft, uh, go in a different direction, and they also were saying that Cleveland was like trying to. I think they were saying like Cleveland was trying to get him back after okay. after the um after, like when they were when Deshaun Watson like got hurt the first time. I think mm-hmm. they're saying Cleveland was trying to trade for him again or trying to get him back because they wanted him to replace um Deshaun or not replace him but like play in his place because. They like they like DTR, but they they felt that like Kevin Stefanski, I guess, really liked Josh Dobbs, and for some reason they weren't able to get him, and the Vikings ended up getting him. But it's just weird to me how you watch him play, and he looks like he can do most of the things. I mean, he might not be quite as accurate as Cousins, or sometimes can't really throw guys open quite as well as Cousins, but he's got a strong arm and he's pretty accurate and he can run and he looks like he can go through progressions and stuff. So it's just interesting to me actually seeing him play now to be like, wow, he actually is pretty good and maybe people are kind of sleeping on him. Yeah. And that's that's a good question or a good way to kind of – Kind of to turn to the next part, and I'll ask you this, you know, Luke. How far do you think this guy's going to get us? Like we we jokingly made the the uh, the the statement. I'm not, uh, getting, I'm not getting a tattoo on my face. That's I mean, of him on my body. That's for sure. If 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 the Vikings win the Super Bowl, you're getting a tattoo of Josh Dobbs. I will. I will get a portrait of Josh Dobbs tattooed somewhere <laughs> on my body if he leads us to the Super Bowl and wins. How confident are you after what you've watched that maybe he could he could be the guy? It's we talked about this. I talked about this actually with, with both of you um, a little bit. Where you know, I think I know I talked to you about it, Luke. I thought I did with you, Elijah, too. But like the last the last backup that I can remember that that had a lot to prove, didn't get an opportunity, kind of got screwed over a little bit, had the talent, got his chance to go in, and he proved that he belonged, was Nick Foles in 2017, and he won the Super Bowl. That's right, he did. Big dick Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my question being, how far do you think that that he can get these guys? Um, Uh, So... So I'm going to take this one first, Elijah, because I got to rant a little, okay? All right. We like rants. 
this is Ryan's boy. Josh Dobbs is not the future of the Minnesota Vikings. For anyone who believes he might be, he is not. I think I think this team makes the playoffs. I think they can win the division. I think it's going to come down because I think it goes – our last three games are Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit, if I remember correctly, or something like that. I think those three games are going to decide the division. I think we make the playoffs, but I think it's going to be a, a like a first round or second round loss. And I think um, me and Ryan talked about this. I, I think it's wise for them to re-sign Josh Dobbs in the off season and re-sign Kirk Cousins, and then draft a rookie quarterback. And Dobbs is your security blanket in case Kirk can't come back like Kirk. And if he does, you got Josh Dobbs for a year, I guess, is my input. Elijah, what do you think this team's future looks like this year? Um, I would say, and this is coming from a Kirk Cousins person. Hell yeah. That, look, that's the, that's the podcast. That's the show, but, baby. But I would say... Like, best-case scenario for the Vikings is that Josh Dobbs plays really well and they make a decent playoff run. And Josh Dobbs plays well enough to where the Vikings don't have to worry about re-signing Kirk Cousins. Unfortunately, I would say let, let Cousins walk, even though, like I said, I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy. I think he's really good, but his age – coming off that injury is just and just kind of where we're at. We have a lot of other pieces that we need to like pony up for and best case scenario is that Josh Dobbs plays well, well enough and like they make a playoff run and they're able to sign him to like a two two year like team friendly deal. They have Jaron Hall as his backup. And they draft. They're able to draft another quarterback somewhere in the draft, and they're able to use their first-round pick to maybe shore up their defense a little bit. Get a another uh, offensive lineman in there. Maybe go after like another playmaker on offense. But like for me, best-case scenario is that their Kirk Cousins walks and. Dobbs is your guy going forward for a couple of years. And then maybe by that time, Jaron Hall is ready to take over or that the guy that they have drafted after that. So that that's my opinion. I don't, I, mean... I know like, I know like we're big Kirk Cousins people here, but he's getting old and we just, we have so many people that we have to pay. Like you got to worry about paying Justin Jefferson you got to worry about paying Darisaw. Um, you got to worry about uh, – God, who else am I thinking? Daniil Hunter. Like, you got to worry about like, – I I think it is imperative that they don't let Daniil Hunter walk. You know, so there's other guys out there, and if Dobbs plays well enough, it'll, like, make things – make it easier, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's my opinion. I, I, I agree. I agree essentially with with 
both of your takes. I think it's the way I kind of look at it where I don't hate the idea of bringing Kirk back on a cap friendly deal to teach, you know, whoever, whoever we get out of the draft. If we, if we do take somebody out of the draft, I don't hate that whatsoever. Um, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good that can come from that if you have good mentoring. But I also think if Josh Dobbs can get us there, I think he deserves an opportunity too. I don't, I don't disagree with that option either. I think what I'm going to be the most upset about is if we go into next season without either of them. Yeah. I think that's that'll be where the worst. I'm like, that's worse. That's worst case scenario. That's where I'm going. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like that's where I get I get upset. I Kirk Cousins has never been one a guy to take pay cuts or like do team friendly deals though either. You know he's well, no, he's not a, a selfish player. But there's a he's lot not a selfish coming out player. about that. I don't, that where they're talking that um, both sides are are starting to become more friendly about getting a deal done that works for both parties because they know. With the you know, there's the age and the injury where you don't know how he's going to perform. So it's one of those yeah. things where I, I, you're right. He he's not one to take pay cuts. I do you know that is that is a fact. But I do think he's not an idiot. He's under he understands this would be the best fit for me because I know the system. And you know the one thing we all talk about. I th- I think in, it's one of my favorite traits and you know I, I would think it's probably one for both you guys too is this team wants nobody behind center than Kirk Cousins I mean you watch the way Justin Jefferson yeah. interacts with him I I don't I'm not saying it's going to happen but look what happened with the Raiders when they when they put they put the two together and then they got rid of Carr and look at how unhappy Devontae Adams is I'm not saying it's going to happen with Jefferson but I've also seen this firsthand this year where you get two guys that are very close and then you break them apart and there's a lot of anger between it. And I'm, and, you know, yeah. I'm saying I don't want to worry people or make people think, Oh shit, you know, he's going to leave. I'm not saying he's going to leave, but it just, you gotta, you gotta talk to your team too sometimes on some of these things. And I think with Justin Jefferson, not locked up, just try a little light around the guy. We don't want to, you don't want to piss him off. <laughs> the yeah. last thing was we want to see him go to a, another team in the division or something. Green Bay, baby. Ish, <laughs> ish, ish. Well, thankfully, Justin, or, uh, Justin Love, Jordan Love doesn't know how to throw a football either. So, leave, leave him alone, I, I think man. I think one thing you have to keep an eye on is like how well like Brock Purdy plays this year, and if he continues playing playing pretty well because if Purdy bottoms out and he's not very good, I can tell you that I guarantee you that the 49ers are going to go hard after Kirk Cousins if he becomes a free agent. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... That's Kyle Shanahan's boy. Yeah, it is. is. But, you know, if you take away the the game from, you know, Brock Purdy, 1926, 293, and three touchdowns against the Jags, but the three games before that, he looked kind of brutal. Yeah, like he he's very like just watching him play, like he's pretty good, but he's he doesn't have the arm talent that Cousins has. Like his, so 
like I, I don't know. Like I said, if he if he doesn't finish out the year playing well, or he has a he declines, I can guarantee you that Shanahan's going to be calling. So obviously the Lions, um, the Lions haven't had their buy yet, or excuse me, um, we haven't had our buy yet. So that 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 helps things. You know, if if the Lions can lose that week, we're game and a half behind, but. You know, right now we have the longest winning streak in the NFL right now. I mean, we're we're the hottest team there is right now. Five game win streak, and you know we talk about it. Three of those four losses were pretty damn close. I mean, we we I'd argue that we could be a nine and one team right now. Oh, we we definitely the Philadelphia game. If if we score even one of the like the Justin Jefferson when he got the touchback when he lost the ball and it rolled out of the end zone. We score on that drive. That's the difference right there, probably. Mm-hmm. Or that's if we don't we, have – We lose – look, look, look at the, the Tampa game uh, where K.J. Osborne got his cookies ripped on the one-yard line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or the one you talk about, Luke, the Chargers game where Hawkinson couldn't hold on to a football to save his life. No, oh, he like was, three times or something He was like brutal that. Like, he had like and, four drops. No. And we only lost by four. The Buccaneers really lost by three. The Eagles really lost by six. And the Chiefs game we lost by seven. But I mean the the end of the game there, the, there was a, two calls that should have happened and the dude took his helmet off and nothing happened. I'm not saying it changed the game, but that's definitely taking the life out of your team. So even if I say, yeah. All right, fine, the refs caught the refs gave that game to the Chiefs. Every one of those first three games, we would have, should have, could have won, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we we can run down this list. Do either of you guys think we're losing at Denver on Sunday? That's a Sunday tricky game. Uh, that's a tricky game for me because Denver has I, actually been playing a lot better. Russell Wilson owned us in Seattle. I don't see him doing yep. it again. But then again, I could be wrong. He's playing. He's playing. Really, he's playing really well this year, and they're, leads the they're, touchdowns. They're playing be- like they're playing better. Their defense isn't like their defense has gotten a lot better these past few games. I I think the Vikings will win, but I think Denver is like now better than they were at the beginning of the year. I so think if running- Jefferson plays, we win. Ooh, good call. I, I do agree. I think if he can get on that field, he's going to be such a distraction for that weak secondary they have. Yeah, because PS2 is going to one-on-one him all game, and it's going to leave Addison and Hawkinson on uh, mismatches all game. And if Dobbs is out there running around like a nutcase, I'm I'm with you. All right, I'm I'm going Vikings. Luke, you got Vikings. You, you, I'm going, who you I'm going Vikings. Let's but go. seven, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Monday night, the following week against the Bears at home. I'm going Vikings. 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 All right, we're eight and four, boys. At Oakland after the bye week. Vikings. 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 We're nine and four, boys. Now seventeenth to be determined because we could get flexed. We're at the Bungles. Is it? Is it? Uh, is it cool to call them the Bungles again? It is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because Joe Burrow looks like a butthole out it, there. He's out. Joe Burrow. Joe, he's out. He hurt. He like he hurt himself throwing the touchdown. Like so, this is crazy conspiracy. Like that 
if you watched when he's coming when he was coming into the stadium, he had like some kind of weird like rasping or something. He had a on brace his wrist. around his wrist. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh during the game he threw a touchdown pass to Joe Mixon and he threw it and as he released the ball he just like pretty much He tore the ligaments, right? Yeah, he went down to his knees and he was like holding his wrist and yeah, he's he's done. Well, okay, so we're at nine and four then. Uh is that one what, at the Bengals? Uh at the Bengals, yeah. So so I I'm going Vikings. Fuck it. We're play we're playing our old quarterback our old quarterbacks will be played against us though, Jake Browning. <laughs> I'm definitely going Vikings. <laughs> Luke, you think it's a trap, don't you? I do. I'm gonna go Bengals on that. I, I just that's okay. There's gotta there's gotta be one in here that's the trap, and it's that one. Even without Joe Burrow, I I don't know. Elijah, what do you think? Um, that's a tough one because he's kind of putting a little steam in my engine on agreeing with it. Yeah, there's gotta like, be one, right? Well, there's going to be a game. I mean, it could be the Denver game, but there's going to be a game where they kind of have a letdown. And I guess Unless it's since, I haven't, since, I have, since, since I haven't picked them to have a letdown yet, I guess I'm going to go. They're going to lose at Cincinnati, even without Joe Burrow. Okay, so we are now a 9-4 and four team. Or 9-5 and five is how we have it. Um, at home, Christmas Eve, noon against the Lions. I'm going to go Vikings yeah. at home. I'll take Vikes. Yeah, I'll take Vikes too. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh, Sunday night game against the Packers at home. The Vikings. 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 Sit down, Jordan Love. Uh, 11 and 5. And then um, on the 7th in a, another Against Flex the Lions in Detroit. At, in Detroit, yep. I'm going Lions. Yeah, I'm going Lions too. I'm fine with that. So we're eleven and six. Last year, nine win teams got it in the NFC. So I, I think right now we we make the playoffs, no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's good. I like that. I th- I think that's a damn good way to start this conversation. Is a good half an hour about the Minnesota Vikings, because damn it, we lo- we love our purple man. We love our home team. Uh, your boy's getting a little crazy over here tonight because, damn it, I earned it. Um, we got we got three little side things on the docket. One of them I forgot to mention to Elijah, but he's got time if he wants to to get it in. Same thing as last week. I know I know Luke had talked to or knows about it, and I I got something. Question: Let me ask you guys right off the bat. Do you guys want to do our mock draft and talk about the draft going forward? Do you guys want to give our mock awards and kind of discuss the general state of the NFL with where we see teams doing what going forward? Or do you guys want to play three strikes first? I want to like um, to choose. Oh, you want me to choose. Uh, let's do the, <laughs> let's do three strikes. You want to do three strikes? Luke, do you have a three strikes like you were talking about? Yeah, I'm ready right now. Oh, okay. So here's here's how we're gonna do it. Since we have three of us, we were, we'll run me and Elijah have three strikes to get it all, and then you two have three strikes to get mine. And then if Elijah wants to come up with one, me and you can come together to 
try out together. Yeah. I'm not coming up with one. Okay. Dang, Ryan. So, why you sound so disappointed? That's, that's, look, it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> um, so, Luke, why don't you kick us off with a little bit of them three strikes? All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do, do you want the sounder? No, yeah, where's yeah, the sure, music? Sure. Yeah, sir. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Got a little bit Free strike brought to you by RepSports.com. Use promo code WrestleCast to get twenty percent off all your supplements, your protein, all everything you need to get house like Elijah. RepPSports.com. You bitch. Go ahead, Luke. Can you name the top ten passing leaders this season, not including last night's game? Now, passing leaders as in yards? Yep, passing yards. So leaders in passing yards through week 10, essentially. I didn't include last night's because I thought I did this yesterday morning. So Okay. All right, so, Elijah, we got three strikes. Um, Do you think there's any way in hell Kirk Cousins is still on that list? Because he was number one. He was number one. Top 10, I would st- – yeah, I think he still would be in the top 10. He's a, what missed – what two two this games? Will be the third. Yeah, two games. Yeah, he's probably still just in the top ten. I'm guessing. Give us Kirk Cousins. He is number ten. Yeah, let's go. Yep, baby. I knew it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm picking an obvious one here. C.J. Stroud. He is number <laughs> two. <laughs> um. Give me Trevor Lawrence. That is your first strike. Oh, I thought he would at least be top ten. No, he's have, he's he's kind of having a bad year. As yeah. it's it's just surprising because their team is doing so well. He he's actually seventeenth. He's in the wow. bottom half. Man, I I start I start cheering for the guy, and then he's dog shit. Great <laughs> <laughs> dog shit. It just it looks man. I, Look, we share beautiful hair. I have to cheer for the guy. He, he's like if if you were to if you were to turn on Madden and just do like a pre-made quarterback, that's like your dream quarterback guy. He's six six, I think. You know, he's. I would say my beautiful hair. Anthony, my mine would be Anthony Richardson. Like if I was going to create a Madden character. <laughs> well, I guess that's true because you could just cheese the run on there. Yep, and but, he has okay, the okay. the big ass, and he has the big ass arm. Like okay, okay. A scratch, bigger version of Michael Vick. Scratch the scratch mad because you kicked my ass in that comparison. So I lost. I I am comfortably tapping out. If I were to make a kids Disney movie about football, Trevor Lawrence is my guy. He looks like he looks like Devin Sawa grew up in Little Giants. Junior Floyd yeah. over here, baby. I'll I'll give you that. He's got he's the no and he's, the ladies love him. <laughs> He's, and then he's, he's got no Travis Etienne with him. You know, that's like Demtris with me, with my long hair. Although I don't <laughs> think Demetrius can run as fast as Travis Etienne. But anyway, now we're getting off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like I like, so I like real life. We got, so we got I, Cousins and CJ Stroud. Yeah. Um, and what one about strike. Hurt? 
Was that a guess? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Elijah? I guess if you think, is that a guess? Um, I'm going to skip Jalen Hurts for now and go with another fairly probably obvious one. Okay. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is number four. Slang in the ball. Um, see, I just I feel like especially like I guess I guess I'm thinking why would Luke have traded for Jalen Hurts if he's not on not on there? Oh, I know one. Ha! I'm Tua. Tua. Tua is number three. And and my fantasy guy that uh, I wasn't going to play until I got dared to play him, and he's never left my my lineup. Sam Howell, he's got to be on there. Yeah. Sam Sam Howell is your number one passing yards <laughs> quarterback. That's right. I got Howell and Stroud, you hoes. Let's hmm. go. So you guys got one through four. And number ten, so you're missing five through nine. I'm gonna say, what about Mahomes? Do you think he's on there? It's probably close with him because he hasn't had like he hasn't had that great of a year. I don't know if he's. I think he might be outside the top ten because I don't think he's had a. I don't think he's had a big game for passing yards. I can't really remember. the only reason I say Mahomes is everyone's still like, oh, he's in the running to win MVP again. I'm maybe. Patrick Mahomes. Number six. Oh, wow. He's higher than I thought. Whew. Okay. I'm trying to think of guys who've had like, because we're getting to the point now where it's probably going to be, what do, what do we need, Luke? You need uh, five. And then seven, eight, nine. Thinking about guys who might have had like a couple big games, but nothing crazy. What about what about Dak? He's he's been playing better like the past few weeks. I mean, they beat the shit out of uh, whoever that was last week. And CD Lamb's been they've been talking about CD Lamb like. Breaking out big time. Da- who did Dallas yeah. whoop on last week? The Giants. The Giants. Yeah, yeah. they scored like 50 points or something. Yeah, get, get, let's go Dak. Let's take Dak. Fuck it. Let's take Dak. Number seven. Let's go. All right. I'm going to go with... Uh, three more? I'm going to go with... Yeah. Okay. Mr. Unlimited. I, I don't know who that is. Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. That's his. That's his oh. alter ego that, ever, that everyone made fun of him about. I don't Mr. think he's Unlimited. Got a lot of yards, Does he? I feel like he's got a lot of touchdowns, but I not a lot. Of, I I don't know. I we we could do it. I'm fine with it. I mean, he gets me points, so he's got to be doing something. <laughs> Russell, like, is that your guess? Yeah, I would say like he's towards the bottom of the top. Ten or like just outside of it, but watch, um, watch. Josh Dobbs has more yards than him or some shit. Russell Wilson is not on your list, and Ryan is correct. Josh Dobbs does have more yards than Russell Wilson. This Where, how far is Russ? Like twelve or something? Fifteen? Oh, he's he's under Trevor Lawrence. Oh, oh shit! Wow. He's twenty fifth. Uh, 
some notable names I'll tell you because you'll never guess them that are above Russell Wilson in yards. <laughs> Mac Jones. Oh, my God. Ugh. Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. Oh. Devin Ritter. Oh, my God. No. And Jordan Love. Oh, oh. oh trash. Um, right, give, give us Jalen Hurts. Fuck it. Or we, we we lose if we miss it. Whatever. Jalen Hurts is number nine. Oh. So you're missing two. You're missing eight and five. So I have one in my back pocket that I'm almost positive, and then I have no clue in the world on the other one. Do we do we say Herbert? That that was my like back pocket one because that dude just that, that's all they every running back that gets hurt, so all they can do is throw it. But it, like ah oh man, his receivers have been besides Keenan Allen. I what do you what do you want to do? Let's let's go. Um, let's let's. I like it. I like Herbert. I was gonna say Herbert. Herbert is number eight. Luke, okay. how come you said hey on uh, Discord? Oh, I was gonna talk to you about what we're doing right now because I haven't heard from you, but then you called me. <laughs> oh God, sorry. Uh, I just I just saw that. So we're missing one person, and I. You're missing, I don't have You're missing number five. Lamar Jackson, Ryan? I I feel like he's going to be like 11 or something. Or Like, I am, I think I'm more confident with like Brock Purdy than, than Lamar. Because remember, Lamar had that game against the, the Cardinals where he, where he threw like 50 yards? Yeah. I I don't Baker Mayfield I don't know uh, I don't know Geno Smith comes to mind Jared Goff Detroit's winning a lot um it's not Burrow it's not it's not Gardner Minshew I'm sure <laughs> is Rock Pur is it Purdy I don't know. You, wh- what do you want to go with? You want to go Lamar? We can go Lamar. It's up to you. I just gave you like six names. So if you like Lamar, let's do Lamar. Why are you putting it on me? Because I, I gave you six names to choose from. I'm going Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Um, let's do it. That is your third strike. Oh, how close was he? Uh, so that's the thing. From last night's game, Lamar would have went from 11th all the way up to 7th. So but he I was think... 11th. That's what I yeah, think. he was 11th. I figured he was just yeah. right outside. Yeah. And did, and did any of those Randall like, yep. Mayfield? You, you, you said the name. Ryan mentioned the, the fifth guy. Who Birdie? Mayfield? Nope. It is Goff? the Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff. In my head, I'm going, Amundra St. Brown has done so well for me. Why didn't you say something then? Anybody else that they threw it to. You should have just taken charge. I'm surprised well, yeah, you guys but... didn't say Lamar Jackson sooner, to be honest. <laughs> I, suck at, I suck at three I... strikes. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but to be fair, I said Goff, Purdy, Smith, Mayfield, and I said like five people. <laughs> and and look, we we I thought I thought we did pretty well. No, you guys got, got nine. 
Yeah, we got nine of the ten. I mean, let's go. And and we probably would have only got eight had I not had Sam Howell in fantasy. I would have guessed Sam Howell, though. I would have never guessed it. See, that's why you're good at three strikes and I'm not, because you would have guessed the guy I would have no, guessed. I'm, I'm not good at three strikes. I'm well, at three I, strikes. well, I'm teeing it up for you to win, Elijah, because I'm giving you guys, name for me, this is kind of a layup, name for me the last ten number one picks in the National Basketball Association draft. Oh, God, this is going to be an Elijah one for sure. Wimby, Chet. Cade Cunningham uh, was one, right? Cade Cunningham was one. Victor Wabanyama was one. Chet Holmgren is your first strike. Ah, see, I told you I suck at three strikes. <laughs> Chet went two in the Cade Cunningham draft, right? I, I That's right, so. he did. Yeah. Because um, then he got hurt all year. The last ten? Last ten. Yeah. So you have two of them. Wiggins. Wiggins is the tenth one. So yes. You okay. Got so ten. So Wiggins is the last one. Okay. I'm just trying to think of fucking number one picks. Luca. Luca was nope. not the. Uh, not... He was the number three pick by the Hawks and then traded to. Yeah, no. He was number six to the Hawks, then got traded to the to the uh, Magic. Because the Sacramento Kings, who had a had a European owner and Vladi Divac as their GM, decided to draft uh, not Luka Doncic, <laughs> and they took uh, who was that power forward they took? Oh, Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Ugh, how bad, man! If I was a Kings fan, I'd be so mad. The bag man. <laughs> so was that two strikes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk, I told talk you I'm terrible out. at three strikes. Just talk it out. Talk it out. You guys can get these. They're a lot easier than oh. I think you guys think. Paulo Bancaro. Yep, Paulo was last year. So you got, Anthony you got, Edwards. Yep, you got Anthony Edwards. Zion Williamson. Yep, you got Zion. Okay, that's Cat. right. I just remembered the last, like, four, though. I don't know where I am. Cat. So yeah, it wasn't Cat, Cat was after one. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, okay. Yep. So you're missing three. You're missing the three in between Towns and Zion. Was Ben Simmons around there, Elijah, or was he before Wiggins? No, he was. He was after Wiggins. He was okay. after. He was after Towns, I believe. He's yeah. Simmons is one of them. Ben Simmons, that is correct. He was the year after Towns. Look at this. You just Luke just rattled off six in a row like he's looking at it. I'm not. <laughs> So we there was, I'm just kidding. There was a dude two. drafted to the Sixers, and he was dog shit. And, oh, I don't, um, Joel Embiid is one of them. No, Joel, Joel Embiid's no? no, no. Oh god, what was his name? He was like dog shit, and he doesn't play for the Sixers anymore. I don't think they like traded him or something because he was so bad. Just recently, within like the last couple years. The last player who I can think of who was like played who was a Sixers draft. He wasn't the number one overall pick, but he played for the Sixers and he won Rookie of the Year. And then he was terrible after that. Was Michael Carter Williams? But I don't. He was a number one pick. No, I don't think it's him. I'm trying to think of like guys. Oh, um, point guard Markel Fultz. That's Markel it. Markel Fultz yep. is correct. Yeah, one left. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna guess another Sixers person. Trust the process. Joel Embiid. I'm willing to go with it because I don't know who the last one is. Uh, that is your third strike. Embiid was the Towns draft, if I remember right. Was Embiid? I thought. I thought uh, the Towns draft was. Um, what's his face? That I think Lon- the Sixers drafted too. Lonzo um, went two dude, and Embiid went three, I believe. Oh, and then who was the dude that was another Duke dude? Was in that draft too? That was the twenty thirteen like, or twenty fifteen NBA draft, I think. Was was the ten, so that's oh are you, talking, are you thinking Julio Okafor? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think. It went Towns Russell. It went no. It was Towns Russell and then Okafor. It's DeAndre and, Ayton, isn't it? Is the one we're yeah. missing? Yeah. Yeah. You want to know how I knew that, right? <laughs> Did you look? Nope, because the Phoenix game just turned on, and it was I was like, it was fucking Phoenix who had the pick. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. I can't even find uh, Embiid. He was was actually he was the third pick in the Andrew Wiggins draft. Oh, that's where he was. Okay, so he was the year before Tom. Yeah, because Jabari Parker was the guy in between them. (laughs) Yeah, ghost. Anyone, uh, anyone, this is just, this is just cause we only did two and, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a guy who likes to, likes to come away with somewhat of a win. Um, someone want to, want to pull up the last 10 NHL first picks and see if I can rattle them off in order. No, cause you probably can. Uh, we, so Connor Bedard, Blackhawks, uh, Yeah, we're not even there yet, bro. Sorry, sorry, dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> dude. All right, okay, I got go it. ahead. Okay. We'll you already said Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Um yep. And then the year before that, Montreal took uh, Yuri Slavkovsky from Slovakia, from the, yep. the Liga. Uh, then Buffalo took a Michigan Wolverine in Owen Power. Yep. Rest in power, Owen Power. 2020 was the year that it was down to two teams, the Rangers and the Wild, and we watched this in Vegas during COVID when nobody was there. And the Wild, of course, don't get the ping pong balls as the Ramosic Oceanic Center Alexi Lafreniere goes to the Rangers. Yep. Uh, the Devils take the first of three uh, Hughes brothers as they take Jack Hughes. Yep. Okay, 2018. Oh, am I going to get fucked five into this? Is it New Jersey again? No. They're the year before, right? No. Well, they're 2019. And then and 2017, right? Yeah, 2017. So 2018, 2018. Because it, it, it was like the same team. In Buffalo again. It was Rasmus Dahlin from Frolunda. Frolunda, Sweden. Yep. Uh, then the Devils took Nico Heischer from Switzerland. He played for the Halifax Mooseheads, I believe, in the Quebec Major. Yep. 
Um, and then we get our United States Lord and Savior, Austin Matthews. Didn't Demetrius, didn't Demetrius say he was going to suck? Yeah, he goes, yeah, he, he predicted on that, uh, when we, when we recovered it, because he, he said, uh, I was big into line A because of the Winnipeg connection to Solani. And he thought that uh, Jesse Puyo-Yarvey, because he was on Edmonton, was going to do really good. And then we both liked Mikhail Sergachev, who ironically went to Tampa. And then he said, Austin Matthews, though, is going to be a bust. And boy, was he fucking wrong about that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Uh, yeah, I don't even know much about hockey. 2015 was Connor McJesus. Connor yep. McJesus. 2014 for the Barry Colts was Aaron Ekblad. Uh, yep. Then it was Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, ten. That's last ten. Um, Edmonton three in a row, I think, was this when they took from Sardia, Neil Yakupov, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Taylor Hall. Mm-hmm. How bad do you have to be to have three number one picks back to back? <laughs> well, then in 2015 they get Connor McDavid too. <laughs> Look at that. And they weren't. This is back when they weren't even doing a lottery. I think for for those original ones. Um, then we had John Tavares. Yep. Steven Stamkos for Tampa. Patrick King. How far, how far you want to go back? I, I mean, I'm still hitting, right? Pat, Patrick yep. King. 2006. Yeah. That was a good... Eric Johnson. Yep. Then it was the lockout, so it was Ovechkin. Nope, wrong. Ah, oh, boo, it was Crosby. That's crazy. Yep. Then it was Ovechkin. Motherfucker. Yeah, okay, yeah. I went pretty far. Your favorite yeah. players in 2003. 2003? Uh, oh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, yep. that's your boy, Ryan. Columbus took Rick Nash in 02. Kovalchuk was the year before. And then I don't remember 2000. I don't know how to say his name. Rick DiPietro. There oh, you go. Dude. Remember he got like an 18-year contract? Yeah. Did he play then, for 18 years? No. <laughs> 98 was Vinny LeCavalier because the owner said he was going to be the Michael Jordan of hockey. And in 1999, the last one I'll do, is the biggest bust in all four major sports number one pick, Patrick fucking Stefan. Never heard of her. He, in his rookie year, no, when he was on Dallas a few years later, they're, they're beating the Oilers 5-4. to four empty net and he gets a breakaway and he skates down and he skates all the way to the net to just kind of tap it in and take as much time off like you do instead of shooting it and he mm-hmm. fucking misses the net with no goalie oh, on a breakaway Edmonton gets it skates down the ice scores on Ed Belfour I think it was Belfour or, or no it was Marty Turco they go to overtime and um, Alice Hemsky buries one from the point and they win 6-5 and beat Dallas you think he's Jeez. the biggest bust is a number one pick? I don't, I don't yeah. know. He had 188 points in 455 games. <laughs> he was a minus a minus 36 on his career. You think he's worse than Ryan Leaf? Ryan Leaf wasn't the number one pick. Oh, no, you're right. He was number two. You're right. Mm-hmm. You think he was worse than Jamarcus Russell? That guy fucking blew. Yeah, he was, I, he was really bad, too. 
Oh, and here, like, I've, I, I, are you on his Wikipedia? Do you have his Wikipedia up? No. So the last thing on this Wikipedia, empty net blunder. Uh, Stefan earned significant notoriety on January 4th, 07 for a blunder during a game against the Oilers. With seconds left and Dallas already ahead by a goal, Stefan gained possession of the puck and found himself on a breakaway towards an empty net. Stefan continued skating towards the crease rather than immediately shooting, then attempted a casual backhand into the net from close quarters. The puck hit bad ice and bounced up over his stick, causing him to miss the goal, trip, and then he fell against the ice. I forgot about that. To compound the error, he then cleared the puck in the direction of the Oilers. This allowed a play to develop where fellow Czech Alex Hemsky scored with two seconds remaining to tie the game 5-5. (laughs) so bad. He was so bad, man. What about Kawane Brown, bro? He, I think he won a title. Yeah, and he, like, turned into, like, a decent, like, journeyman type of player. He had, like, a pretty pretty long career in the NBA considering how bad he was. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. If, if, there's, if there's one other one, it's probably, it, it's probably Jamarcus Russell. I mean, 1993, Alexander Dagg was like being touted as like this next just gem for the senators. And he was dog shit. I, I remember that I had that Beckett and it's him on the cover. And, and, and I mean, Ottawa takes Alexander Dagg. So Hartford takes Chris Pronger. Boy, they fucked that. Oh up. man. <laughs> and then Tampa takes Chris Gratton who had a, had a decent career. Not, a, not anything crazy, but not a hall of favor like Pronger. And then the number fourth pick, who they skipped over for Dag, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim took uh, just this guy named Paul Correa. <laughs> so, I mean, imagine being that GM of the Senators, who this is their, like, third year in existence from being an expansion team, and they miss on Pronger in Korea. Like, ooh, that's, that's not Yikes. good, man. <laughs> that's not good. Jamarcus Russell should go to jail for robbery. <laughs> Didn't he actually get in trouble for something? Probably, but the Oakland Raiders should sue his ass for false (laughs) false identification. Who took more money from their club, Jamarcus Russell for his signing bonus or Hideki Arabu when he went to the Yankees? I don't know. What about about, uh, Nishioka for the Twins? Oh, I thought he was going to be so tight, too. Man, I was like, we got the next Ichiro, baby. No, he was fucking trash. <laughs> he might have been worse than a Hideki Arabu. Oh, I forgot about Hideki Arabu. Yeah, his nickname was I deck you and then I rob you. <laughs> <laughs> or Daisuke. Daisuke Matsuzaka, he was good. He had like a he had like a couple like a few good years, but overall he was like kinda kinda like he, kinda bunk. He, I think he, he didn't get couple, injured. Didn't he win a, a couple like a, a, a title? I don't know if like he was yeah, so he probably, was fifty six and forty three in his career. 
Yeah, but I, I remember him like everyone coming in saying he was gonna be like the best like the best pitcher like in the majors and he had this unhittable pitch and the gyro like, ball. Like he was alright, but there's a lot of hype behind him. Yeah, he um I don't know. We're way off rookie, topic right now. His his rookie season they they won the title. Yeah. They probably would have won without him. Well, his problem was he ended up having Tommy John surgery. Yeah, like, I, 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 that's what, like, I was thinking, like, he had an injury or something. Yeah, because, like, as, as a rookie, he had 201 strikeouts in his rookie year, and then his second year, he was 18-3 and three with a 2.9 ERA, which was, and he had a 211 batting average, which was the lowest in the majors. Um. And then he had Tommy Johns. And then he was toast. Yeah. How many Johns? Tommy's. A couple Tommy's. That's it. <laughs> um, so three strikes. Always, always a damn fun time. Obviously, like I said, we got a couple, a couple of those things we wanted to talk about. Uh, more so, you know, just what we think is going to happen second half of the of the year. And I do, I do love draft talk. We all love drafts. So I think. Just just a little draft talk when we give our, our mock. We can kind of combine together. I think that's going to be our longest segment. So before we jump into our NFL awards and kind of just talk the state of football, um, I do want to just bring up this topic real quick and just kind of get some, get some banter between it. But um, aside from that Phoenix game, the Timberwolves have been winning. Uh, as you said, Elijah, ever since we shit-talked them on radio – week or two ago, they've been winning, and winning a lot. Except for, except for Carl Anthony's Towns is a little bitch. <laughs> Which I wanted, it was, I was going to get to is, if we keep winning and and making you know, a consensus effort, because we're where are we standing-wise? Let me pull up the exact standings and make sure I'm not just crazy. Um, we're the number well, three team in the NBA. We're only a half game out of the number one seed. So if we would have beat Phoenix, we'd be nine and three, a game behind Boston for the best record in the league. We've won seven, uh, eight of our last ten, doing really well, look really good. But my question is, and and I know where you feel, Luke. So you can jump in second. I'll, I'll go to you first, Elijah. And then I'll get my thoughts after both of you. If we're in in position to have a top three, top four seed home home court advantage, in even make it into that that nine and three top spot where Dallas and Denver is, do we keep this team together, or do we at the deadline see if we can move Towns for something better on this team? Well, it depends on how how Towns plays and how like he fits in. Like he's been actually playing really well like the past like four five games like he's started playing better as the Timberwolves have kind of gotten hot um 21 and 9 he's like, averaging right now he's averaging 21 and 9 right now yeah i i feel like if he plays like he does the the past few games that it only makes the Timberwolves like a better team mhm you know and it's just Will he like keep it up? And he uh, needs to kind of just fit in, you know what I mean? 
He's not like the guy. I don't. I don't think he's like. I don't. He. I don't think he's the guy anymore. I think this is more Anthony Edwards' team. And he seems to just when he's just playing ball and not like getting all crazy on the refs and like letting things that happen in the game take him out of the game. He does really well. So I would say it just it depends on how he plays and if he does continue to play well, I think the Timberwolves should keep him because you obviously can't have enough good players, you know, especially mm-hmm. on the offensive end. Like his offensive abilities when he's on kind of helps his team. So I would say – I preface this I would, too I would, real quick as – if he's going to be able, if he's going to keep this up, is this going to be the last real opportunity we're going to have to get something valuable for him? I guess is where I'm looking. Maybe, but I mean, if he, I think you could, if he does keep it up, I think you have like one more off season, you know, to get something yep, for him. If he, if he plays well, really well, like I think you could figure out what you want to do with him this off season, but. I, don't I, don't I like that. I, I think that's a good. Thing. I like, I like, I like it when he plays good. He's, he's a weapon. It's just, he's weird sometimes. Like, <laughs> he gets into foul trouble and it like ruins his entire game. And then he starts whining to his ref, whining to the rest the whole time, and, and then he starts forcing things, and it just, it like snowballs. So. <laughs> What, what do you? Where are you at with him? I mean, I mean, aside from the fact that we we agree, Luke, yes, he's a little bitch, and he didn't. It's ridiculous that he just let Gobert. You let my boy Gobert out. get choked out, bro. Look like Conor McGregor out there not being able to breathe. <laughs> that shit. That shit had me dying. That shit was so funny. Gobert's face. He's like, somebody could help me. Yeah. Bro was turning purple. His arms are like flailing around, and he looked like he looked like he's he looked like he was fighting for his life. Yeah, <laughs> and, and all Towns is doing is just hugging them. All right, guys, yeah. stop yeah. it. Towns is out here like trying to get Draymond Green's phone number for dinner later. <laughs> if if somebody was saying if if those two guys would have flipped, Gobert would have punched Green so hard in the mouth. For sure. Yeah, probably. Did, I, did, probably. Did you guys see the interview with Patrick Beverly? Yeah. <laughs> no. When he was talking, he was talking about it. He was like, "Man, I always knew Cat was soft or whatever." <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't put much. I mean, like, yeah, Cat is soft, but Patrick Beverly is is still very salty that we like got rid of him or didn't resign him or let him walk or whatever. So fuck Patrick Beverly. I'm such a Patrick Beverly Mark. <laughs> I, I think he's Beverly. I think he's good, but he's I think he's good, but he's bitter. Like when, when I when I was at that game with with Isaiah, because uh, the, the the Dodger game got snowed in or there was snow, so they had to stop. So we just decided to leave Target Field and walk over to the Target Center because we knew the game started late for TV reasons. When I watched him and Anthony Edwards single handedly beat the Clippers and knock them out of the playoffs and the play in. 
That was one of my favorite moments as a Timberwolves fan is watching the Clippers suffer. And, and Pat Beverly looks at that Clipper bench who got rid of him and was like, I told you I'll whip all your asses. And I was like, let's go, Patrick Beverly. And then we didn't keep him, and I was bummed. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that, was a really, that was a really cool story, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Cool story, so, bro. What do you what do you want to do with what do you, what do you want to do with this team in college, Luke? Um, th- there's no doubt that he has talent. Like like Elijah said, like when he's good, he's good. But when he gets in his funk, there's a funk. Um, I mean, even going back to when Jimmy Butler was with us, there was always issues. It seemed with him. So I get. It would just be nice to know if he's going to be the role player or if he's going to be the 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 second star to Anthony Edwards. I guess. I mean, they're winning now, so, like, why break up a good thing? But, mm-hmm. like, if you can get something that's – whether future picks, whether something to go with Anthony Edwards, I mean, I think to trade him you'd have to get the right deal, like Elijah said. I think you'd have to it, – it, it wouldn't be you're dealing him just to deal him. You'd have to make sure you're getting what you want out of him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that – the only way he's probably with the Timberwolves next year is if they make a decent playoff run or they win a title. If they get bounced in the first round or don't make the playoffs or something like that happens, then he's probably gone. And they're probably, they're probably going to move on and try and add another, a different piece. So, and, and I like ultimately at the end of the day, I don't want to move on him either if we don't have to. Like I, I think he's very talented. I think you know there was there was a, a, a stretch where I was like in my head I'm going this dude's one of the top three big men in the entire league. I thought you know and then and then you know two of the two of the guys that I looked at as as his big competition were Joel Embiid and Yusuf Nurkic. And then those two guys just kept going, and it was like he stopped. And I don't know if it was just the whole he's not good at coping with the confrontation from the Butler thing, or he wasn't pleased about having at 27 or 26, I guess, last year, having to give the team over to Anthony Edwards. I don't know what it was, but if he can can accept that quote-unquote Pippen role, I'm all for hanging on to this guy because we know how good he is. Can um, we talk about how tight Kelly Olynyk is for a second? Yeah. That man, this man just hit three straight threes, bro. Calm down, all right? <laughs> so, um, I, I feel like I feel like Town's troubles like started when Butler got here. <laughs> Honestly, mm. like, like I, I feel like. Before Butler got here is when I thought he was at his at his absolute best. And so do you, you guys know think what? it's like a, when they bring another star in, he feels like he's giving they're giving away his team? He's then, being you know what I mean? Slighted. Yes, like you're because it's, it, it's like being that firstborn kid, and then your parents have another kid. Like you're not important anymore, type thing. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I just feel like maybe I just feel like Butler kind of probably rubbed him the wrong way and it probably stunted his growth a little bit. 
you know what, though? I'm glad that happened. You know what, though? Like, seriously, like, I'd, I'd rather know what he can and can't handle in a situation like that than us making a playoff run. Like, obviously, with Butler, we made the playoffs, but we got bounced. But I don't want to yeah. get to the Western Conference Finals and somebody punks him out like that, and he goes away and hides, and we go, well, shit, what happened? Yeah. You know, now no, I... look, we know what he is. And I think that's the best, worst thing is, is Butler exposed him, and we saw it. And if he can overcome it, like like how you're talking about this year, Elijah, and he's and he's making an impact, and he's playing that sidekick role, you know, where Edwards is scoring 20, 26, 6, and 5 right now, and, and Towns is doing 21 and 9 with, you know, with a steal and half a block, I'm all for fucking keeping him then. He, he's good. I, he's good. He's comfortable, and he can accept that. I'm all for it. But I'm just terrified that something's going to just – Something's gonna he's gonna wake up the wrong day and someone's gonna have pissed in his cornflakes and he's just yeah. I don't I'm just I'm scared to death about that. Well like I said, I think I think that those are valid reasons, but like I said, I think he if it doesn't work out, he's probably gone. Like after so, this year. Um McMahon, Windhorse, and Bote, uh, Bontemps, Tim Bontemps, I think it is, uh, were talking um, earlier in the week on one of the NBA ESPN gimmicks. And McMahon said, if you're going to trade Towns, you probably want to trade him this year while he's making $36 million, not next year when he's making 49 Yeah, I didn't know that. Holy crap. Yeah, he jumps up $13 million next year. Windhorse said, I'm not even sure they could get picks for Towns right now. McMahon came back with, if you could get a couple of really solid role players who are on short-term deals, might be something the Wolves would need to pounce on, obviously contract-wise. Tim Bontem said, you might have to accept a lot less than you'd expect if you're trading Towns. This came on the 11th. Well, let's just hope that he fits in then. Yep. Agreed. But But the the last trade rumor that I saw or heard that was a viable option if they were to trade him was sending him to Toronto, getting a first round pick and OG on an OB back. Oh, I don't hurt that. that. No, I don't because that gives us another perimeter defender and then we get a first round pick. So I researched it after it. OG on an OB last year was the number one defender guarding the best player on the other team by possession. Jaden McDaniels was number three in that category. So we would have one in three as the, uh, of the most, like the players who have guarded the best player on the other team more than anybody. I like yeah, that. I, I like that trade too, because Edwards is, he's like his big, one of his, one of his biggest weaknesses still is his defense. And it's like, he at times plays, shut down like really good defense and then other times like the last game that they played at Phoenix he was not like very good defensively <laughs> so <laughs> and, like another another perimeter defender would be would would be really nice cuz I, I feel like that's the you really see the Timberwolves weaknesses when they play like teams with good perimeter players that can shoot like 
in the past it was Golden State, but Golden State obviously is not really what it was. But this year we've seen it against Phoenix, like so. So I know me for MVP. Kelly Olynyk get fucked, this uh, little fucker out here just blocked Devin Booker. <laughs> Bro, sorry, this is just entertaining as fuck. Kelly Olynyk just blocked Devin Booker going for right. a dunk. <laughs> going for a dunk? Yeah, just fucking just r- stuffed him. <laughs> Looked like oh, uh, Chet Holmgren out there, bro. <laughs> when, 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 did Kelly o, when did Kelly Olynyk become a rim defender? Oh, he's out protector? here, bro. What is this, 2K? <laughs> um, so, uh, OG Ananobi's making 18.6 and 19.9 over the next two years. So you'd have to do something else to make salaries work. My guess is maybe... <sighs> Pascal Siakam. Siakam's making 37, and then he's a free agent. So, I mean, you could do them two straight up. But if, but if you need to make the two work, you'd have to do, like, Ananobi and Gary Trent Jr., maybe? Because I, I doubt they're going to give up Jacopoto. So, Ananobi, Trent, Gary Trent Jr., and a first for Towns and, I don't know, cap filler. Um, if you need cap filler, say... Shake, shake Milton. Uh, uh, Wendell, Wendell Moore makes $2.4 million. Okay. What does Shake Josh Milton make? Shake Milton makes five on the nose. Oh, okay. Josh Minot. Josh Minot, yeah, there you go, $1.7 million. There you go, throw them how, together. How much I'm, does Kelly Olynyk make? <laughs> what team is he even on? He's on the Utah Jazz. I need to trade cap for him straight up right now. Kelly Olynyk makes $12 million and he's a free agent next year. Damn. You are horny as hell for Kenny Olynyk. I might go buy a Kelly Olynyk jersey. This man's out here with this headband looking like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I man, this Utah roster is so random. Micah Potter, Johnny Juzang, Luke Stanley, Bryce Senzaba, Omer Yurtsevin, Walker Kessler, I'm... Simon Fontecchio. Font- Font- Keonti George, Ochai Agbaji, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kelly Olinick, Lori Market. Like, it's the most random ass team I've ever seen on this this roster. And then John Collins yeah, and Jordan Clarkson. I don't know any of those names. I, I do have to say, uh, Jordan Clarkson with his, like, super long dookie braids and his headband might be my favorite player in the NBA right now because he looks tight as fuck. And his what braids? His dookie. He's got like the little skinny dookie braids, but they're like long. Like the like the Shadur Sanders dookie braids. No, Shadur's are way tighter than his. But Jordan Clarkson's pretty okay. tight. He looks tight as fuck with his headband, though. Man, what happened to Colorado? They just—they're playing you know, right now, I think. Are they? Yeah. I I think I think they. Have to be happy with how the season went. Me too. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you, their offensive line is trash. <laughs> so they're four and six. They play Washington State. The game started at nine thirty. 
Their offensive, line is, their offensive line is so bad. Yeah, Shadur out there looks like uh, like um, Josh Dobbs. No, 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 no. He looks like an unmobile quarterback on the Vikings, like Case Keenum. Damn. Like, remember in 2017 when you wanted Kaepernick because our O-line was so bad, but our team was so good? Yeah. And instead they kept Keenum, and he just sat there getting the shit beat out of him the whole time. <laughs> that's that's what Shadur reminds me of, but Shadur can, can run, and he's still getting so Shadur's like So Shadur is like kind of like Kirk Cousins, puts up numbers that can pass really well, even though his offensive line doesn't block it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Like you gotta, you gotta help this kid, man. He's just getting beat up down there. I want the man, have, you, have, you the, have you seen oh, the Gophers? Have you seen the Gophers doing Gopher things? No, ever since Kaliamankas uh, or whatever played North Andy Carolina. Andy, Andy Milanakis. <laughs> yeah, well, that that guy Milanakis. We're, th- we're so we're three and four and five and five overall. Three and four in the conference. Dude, you should you, like so. They go to Illinois, and they're they're winning most of the game, and they end up losing. <laughs> they end up losing like. Man, the last like twenty seconds of the game. So Illinois has the ball and they're they're on their last possession. Their starting quarterback gets knocked out and their backup comes in, hasn't really thrown any passes like all year. Three passes, eighty four yards, Illinois scores with like fifteen <laughs> seconds left and they win the game. <laughs> We're so bad. And then, yet, yet we beat Iowa. Yeah, and then then they go to Purdue the next week. Purdue is like two and five. Like offense is terrible. They're just they're awful, and they put up forty eight on us. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. I, I just pulled it up now. We lost to Purdue forty nine to thirty. They're two and five in the conference. Yeah, Iowa's five so. and two, Purdue's two and five, and then Northwestern, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota are all three and four. This would have been the like this would have been the year for the Gophers to win the Big Ten. Like literally mm-hmm. their like last this is this is their chance to win the, the Big Ten. And they're probably never gonna have another chance to win the Big Ten ever again. Well, it didn't help after forward. the North Carolina game. We couldn't even beat Northwestern, and they were they they were up <laughs> by like twenty eight points that game, and they ended up losing. Well, we're gonna get our asses kicked tomorrow because Ohio we're, State's we're, gonna, yeah, we're, Ohio we're State's going gonna to work Ohio. Us. That's Washington like gonna be like helmet, say Wazoo, Wazoo. That's gonna be like the Michigan game. Oh, we lost fifty-two to ten or something like that. Yeah, yeah Ohio State might. I mean, we're there. The over/under is forty-nine and a half, and they're favored by twenty-eight. Right, shout, out to, shout out to shout uh, out to to Jordan Newbin though. Yeah, 
He came in. It was against. Uh, Are you talking about our safety, Tyler Dubin? No, his brother is like oh, the Gophers. Like his brother's like the Gophers, like fifth running back. Oh shit! And, I didn't know that. Okay. And he so actually. <laughs> so he. There was a bunch of injuries to like the Gophers running backs, and he came in. He's a converted. He played wide receiver and safety in high school. I think he's a sophomore this year. He's a converted wide receiver safety. Has hasn't played much, and who who was it against? Like his first game he ever played in the Big Ten, or not first game he ever played, but first game he ever started. He ran for like 200 yards. <laughs> Hell yeah! So well, that's that was that was too. cool. Yeah, that was cool. But that's that that's it. Otherwise. <laughs> So who do you who do you want to play against Ohio State? Ethan Kaliak Manus, uh Cole Kramer from Eden Prairie, or our freshman from Stillwater, Max Shikinjanski. Shikinjanski? He's hundred and seventy pounds at six two. Did you know he's related to Jim Shikinjansky, who used to play for the Gophers basketball team? I couldn't That's even tell son. you what a chicken jancy is. It's it's gotta be Ethan. I mean I think we should call Bishop Sycamore and ask for a transfer. <laughs> Hell no. Oh god. But anyways, enough of the gophers. You're right. Fuck, fuck right. them. Fuck them. Let's 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 go into our award. And then our and then get our mock draft and talk some draft for the last part of the show here. Um, okay. So let's, uh, let's start, at, start at head coach. Uh, Luke, who do there's you have only, for your head coach? There's only one appropriate answer for this. Is it and the same it's one that I said It's D'Amico Ryan's of the. Houston oh, Bears. that's who I was gonna pick. Did you pick – is that who you put down, was D'Amico Ryans? That's who I was going to say, yeah. Uh, I put down Dan Campbell. Well, we don't That's care because right. me and Elijah chose D'Amico Ryans. And there great you go, minds see? think alike, Ryan. <laughs> I was thinking about how last year I was like, man, Dan Campbell deserves it. Dan Campbell deserves Dan it. Camp- Dan Campbell's up there too. Like, I like the D'Amico Ryans one. Though. I think that's a good take. I think that's a really good take. I gotta remember that. I gotta write that down. That's right. Um, comeback player of the year. I don't want to go comeback. first this time. Ryan, oh, you I go didn't... first. Oh, I got Demar Hamlin, baby. Nice. I'd have to think about this because I didn't know we were doing come comeback player of the year. I, I thought mean, we were I, just doing. I... I, had I thought we were doing offensive. Position. I thought we were doing like offensive and defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, I I had thought about Russell Wilson a little bit too, just because of of how well he's turned around and started to play. Um, to be fair, um, what do you what do you got? What do you got, Luke? I, oh, and I, oh, I got, I got one. I got one now off the top I got, of my head. I'll I say Baker too. Mayfield. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Baker Mayfield plus 3,000 in Vegas. I I actually have three, and I can't decide between them. That's why I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought about Lamar Jackson, too. He's not one of my three. Who's your three? Uh, Tua. Tua, he's a plus 175 in Vegas. Uh, Brees Hall. Plus 1,000 in Vegas. He's number five. And how can we not talk about comeback player of the years and not talk about the past or not, baby? <laughs> Josh Dobbs, third place, plus 900. I oh, just, I think for me it's got to be DeMar Hamlin. I mean, the guy. What about Daniel, What about Daniel Hunter? Oh, that'd be a good one, too. What's his What's his Vegas number? He doesn't even he doesn't have one. He doesn't. That actually <laughs> might got, not even be a bad one. Doesn't he lead the league in sacks? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. and like and tackles for loss. Yeah. So Mayfield and Stafford are plus three thousand. Aaron Rodgers plus twenty eight hundred. T.J. Watt plus twenty two hundred. Brees Hall plus a thousand. Lamar plus a thousand. Josh Dobbs plus nine hundred. Tua plus seventy five, one seventy five, and then Demar Hamlin minus one fifteen. I just think he's got to be it. I mean, come Bills on, the guy need... like died. Yeah, the Bills need something positive on the field right now. <laughs> um, and then we nailed Dan Campbell plus one fifty, Demico Ryan's plus three hundred. They're the two runaways. They got Mike right. Daniel plus six hundred, Kevin O'Connell plus a thousand, Mike Tomlin plus sixteen hundred, and Nick Sirianni plus eighteen hundred. Um, what about defensive rookie of the year? Whoever oh, wants to My list I, went away. I, I can go, I, I guess. I wouldn't oh, go ahead. That's uh, a good choice. He's got 31 pressures. The next highest is Brian Brees with 17. Um, and he is doing exactly what Philadelphia wanted when they drafted him. What's that, Ryan? Dominating. Okay. I what, what do you got, what do you got uh, Elijah? I was going to say uh, Devin Witherspoon from the Seahawks. They got Damn it, Elijah two. keeps stealing my answer. <laughs> you shouldn't you should, uh, uh Go second, but third. I mean, he's like, he's kind of having a, a Sauce Gardner like yeah. type of rookie season. Like his coverage, his coverage statistics are like really good, and he plays the run really well. Like he's just a, he's a really complete corner, and probably going to end up being like one of the best in the league. And it's crazy, like the Seahawks have him and uh, Tariq what's Woolen. his face, Tariq Woolen, like just nuts. But yeah, I'm going to say defensive rookie of the year for me is going to be Devin Witherspoon. Luke, you have any sentiments on it? No, he said everything that needed to be said. Um, so at fifth, they have Tuli Tui Pulotu at plus 2,500, Will Anderson at plus 1,400, Brian Branch plus 1,200, Devin Witherspoon plus 300, and Jalen Carter minus 300. Man, I'm getting Man. no good odds on my shit. Man, fuck that. Brian Branch was like, when, when I seen when I was watching earlier this year, Brian Branch looked like he was doing pretty well, too. Then he yeah, got he's injured. Not bad, right? Isn't he on Philly, uh-huh. too? 
Nope. No, no he's, he's on, on the Detroit. Lions. Yeah. Oh yes, you're right. And then he got hurt at yeah, the, he, one of the one of the Monday or Thursday night games, like like early on the like season, it, he got hurt. Like it's Kansas City because he picked off Patrick Mahomes and everyone was freaking out. Yeah, he he looked he was looking good he was oh! looking good that game. Shadur Sanders just died on national television. Oh no. Oh no. We don't we don't like that. Dude speaking oh, of dying. helping him up. He can't stand. He's holding his oh. arm. Oh, oh my no. god. Speaking of speaking of quarterbacks college football like almost dying. Do you see how many times that Jaden Daniels dude from LSU gets like lit up every game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who. Talk about a bad offensive line. LSU's it, offensive line sucks. And he's he's one of the he's like one of the top Heisman candidates. But I think he's number one yeah. now, isn't he? I think so because he had like a just had a ridiculous game last it's last weekend. Heisman, but but he gets lit, like I've seen highlights of him like running and just getting like just lit up. He gets lit up like a few times a game. Yeah. Like, but anyways, um, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year is this unanimous? Do we even have to go over it? Let's see, just Yeah, uh, I was gonna say um, Tyson Tyson Bagent. Oh, for um, Tyson Badgett. Tyson Badgett. Tyson Badgett. Definitely yeah, over CJ Stroud. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were being serious for a second. I didn't know how to take it, so I just stayed quiet. <laughs> so I, I was kidding. pretty proud too. I yeah, you, the scenes I put up. Uh, sorry, Puka. You you got like you got to pick CJ Stroud. Like I'm gonna tell you guys right now, he's like he could be MVP this year if the Texans continue to keep winning and he continues to play keep playing the way he is. Well, like, and if Jacksonville is going to run into issues like they did against the Niners, and then Houston's going to get those wins like they did against the Bengals, that's all. they just need to keep winning and hope that uh, Jacksonville runs into problems, and they're going to get in. I mean, that's, I mean, that's wild to think how good that dude's what playing. Is, what is he at? Like twenty-seven touchdowns and two interceptions, or something? Fifteen touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh. I, I don't know why I doubled that up. But this is this is proof why I say like and you know I get into arguments with Doof about shit because I, I like I said I think Doof I think Doof might be the best college football mind that I know but I think he's the Tim Tebow he doesn't translate to pro sports that's just not is not his takes when he said we're gonna we should get the number one and two pick from the Bears for Justin Jefferson in, the, in our first round pick I wanted to I wanted to drive over to his house and, and shoot him. That would be the dumbest. <laughs> you mean to tell me you're trading Justin Jefferson for uh, for Marvin Harrison and then trading your first round pick to draft Caleb Williams? That's the stupidest thing in the world. I don't even think the like I don't even think the Bears would even want, like take like I don't even think the Bears would be the like Bears, okay. I, I don't know if the Bears would like. Give me Justin Jefferson. Even Fields can't miss him. That's a lie. Have you seen that battle <laughs> on the field? Right. Are you being mugged right now? If the Bears weren't, <laughs> if the Bears weren't like probably looking for another QB, 
I would say that that would be a trade for them to take. But since they yeah. since they're probably going to be looking for you another QB, like, I don't know. If, like twenty one, they grab Penix or something. I think Penix will. I think Penix will probably go like before that. I think Penix could be like a top fifteen, probably. I, if we traded Justin Jefferson, I'd, I'd lose my mind. I'd be so mad. Oh, I would be mad too. I don't oh, like. I don't God. think the like. I don't think the Vikings are going to trade him. I hope they no. don't. But no, it's that's why like I said this. This guy knows so much about college sports, but the, the transition to pros just doesn't work. <laughs> you know, and proofs in the pudding with exactly this. The only quarterback listed in the in the rookie of the year odds is C.J. Stroud. I don't see Bryce Young anywhere, and he was the I number one pick. Sucks. And that's why. What if Bright? What if Caleb Williams? I don't care if he's the highest graded quarterback in the draft history. What if he's Bryce Young? And what if Derek May is C.J. Stroud? What if it's the same thing again? Who's Derek yeah. May? Drake May. Drake May. Sorry, not Derek May. Uh, I apologize. Um, I, you know what I mean? I think like, Bryce I just, Young is in a. I think Bryce Young is in a really, really bad situation, though. And they don't even have a number one pick this year. No, like, their offensive line is awful. His, like, best receivers, old-ass Adam Thielen. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, I think Bryce Young would probably be better in a better situation. So, I can't blame it all on him. But he's, he definitely, I thought he was going to be better this year than he has been. <laughs> And and that's why I can't comfortably trust any quarterback, you know, because look, yeah. at, look at Anthony, like obviously Anthony Richardson, the Colts hit the nail, and they were smart about that. But up until like a few weeks before the draft, I mean, Richardson was a second rounder. It was all about Will Levis up there. So it's just, you never know with these guys. And I just, I'd rather we just stay with what we're doing. And at 21, if we really want a quarterback, we take who's there then, or we take who's there at fifty-three. The true that's freshman. Why saying, that's why I'm saying the best. The best thing that could happen to the Vikings is either they get Kirk Cousins back on a team-friendly deal, or Josh Dobbs is really good this year, and they're able to to sign him for a couple of years, and then they could maybe draft a quarterback later, or mm-hmm. they can add some more pieces to the team. So I don't know because yeah you can't quarterbacks are a crapshoot. Yeah, it's just it's too risky, and and like I understand he's got this high upside, but it's it's such a different game. Uh, players just transition different, you know. They got yeah. they have Devin Devin A Chain and Zay Flowers at five thousand plus five thousand. Jordan Addison plus four thousand. Bijan plus three thousand. Jameer Gibbs and Puka Nakua plus eighteen hundred, and then a minus two thousand is CJ Stroud. So he, yeah, he's he, 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 you got to bet two thousand to win a hundred dollars on him, barring catastrophic <laughs> like injury or his play like totally falling off. Like I don't think there's any way that he loses that and is not rookie of the year. Um. So leaves our last three. The NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Does anyone want to go first? I'm going to go Daniil. Daniil Hunter. Okay. What do you got? Leads Luke? the league in sacks. I think he leads the league in tackles for loss. He's like, obviously, 
top pass rusher, but he's like one of the best run defenders for a defensive end too. And I mean, he's just watching the games and what he's doing, like just blowing guys up and causing havoc. It's just, it's like old, old Daniel's back. <laughs> Daniel Hunter is a, uh... not, not the bullshit Ed Donatel defense. Ed Donatel, he can suck it. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, Daniel had 10 sacks last year, and he was, like, dropping back into coverage and wow. <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you got? What do you got, Luke? I put Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns. I uh, I also went Miles Garrett. Guy's got nine sacks, four four first fumble, forced fumbles, a field goal block, and has the highest pass rush percent on a quarterback out of anybody in the NFL. Just been a monster. Just so you guys know, the true freshman that from Colorado is playing quarterback right now. Yeah, Ryan oh, no. Stout or something like that. Yeah, and then he threw an incomplete pass, but he hit his offensive lineman square in the back of the head when he threw the ball. Oh, it's Mitch Leitner all over again. <laughs> Um, Mitch Daniel Hunter, oh. <laughs> Hunter plus six thousand, Chris Jones plus four thousand, Nick Bosa plus three thousand, Max Crosby plus twenty two hundred, TJ Watt plus two twenty five, Michael Parsons plus two hundred, and Miles Garrett plus one seventy five. Uh, two two awards left. Uh, the offensive player of the year. Uh, Luke, what do you got? C. M C Christian McCaffrey. Huh? Okay. That's not there's nothing wrong with that. He's he's tied for first on the offensive player of the year odds. Who do you got, uh, Eliza? I'm going uh Jiminy Cricket. He's tight. He's got a conscience I hear. Daniel Jones. Ick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ick. I'm uh, gonna go with Cut that bitch off <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with you got Justin Fields. Oh man. Well, uh didn't make this too hard for me. Cut that bitch off <laughs> And Luke hung up. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> oh, he's my guy back. is my my guy is gonna be Tyreek Hill. Ooh, because he's fast. Also, Ty, that and that's the best answer too. <laughs> Tyreek Hill also plus one forty with McCaffrey. Tua is plus five thousand. Kelsey plus five thousand. Mahomes plus five thousand. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson plus four thousand. CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs, plus 3,500. Jamar Chase, plus 2,200. A.J. Brown, plus 550. Tyreek and CMC, plus 140. Um, I also went with Tyreek Hill. Um, I, I said he is crazy. the best game dis- disruptor that isn't a quarterback in the entire NFL. He has over he has 1,076 yards at the halfway point. Uh, 2012, Megatron had 1,976 Tyreek Hill is on pace for 2,033. He's on pace to be the first receiver to ever get 2,000 yards in the season. Yeah, if there's one guy that I will listen to arguments about 
being better than Justin Jefferson, it's Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the only guy that I would say that you can be like, you can make a case for being better than Justin Jefferson. Jamar I, Chase I didn't... was kind of in that category, but he hasn't been as good this year. But it's like Tyreek Hill, man, that, that dude. And just with, like, it's crazy. Not only is he, like, fast, but he runs a good route. He's strong, and the yeah. dude like mosses Pete. Like the dude like can make contested can uh, contested catches. He's not like just a speed a guy. Yeah, and he's not just a speed guy. Even though he's probably the fastest player in the NFL. Like he's just, I, it's crazy. I I thought too for a minute there was a nice nice grouping where I thought the four the four you had on top were obviously Hill and Jefferson, like you said. Um, and I, I too thought Jamar Chase, and I also thought Cooper Cup were right there. And between Cooper Cup getting hurt and Jamar Chase regressing this year, I think Hill and Jefferson surpassed those guys by a mile over this last year. Yeah. What do you, what do you, you, you got thoughts on it, Luke? What were we talking about? Okay. Uh, and <laughs> and the NFL MVP award. <laughs> yeah, what do you, Errol Spence? One more. <laughs> say again. Yeah. Say again. Say again. Um, I I will I will go first because my guy's tied for third, so I don't have a a high guy. Um, but I went with, and and part of it is because I redid this after last night. I went Lamar Jackson. I thought he is totally, totally had a one eighty from. Last year, which wasn't a bad year or anything, but he had a lot of criticism. Wasn't he, and it wasn't like he injured he, most? Wasn't he injured most last year? Or was that the year before? I think it was the year before because I remember he like Garino would always play, had because Garino had him um, and someone else. He had him and two, and he wouldn't trade either of them. And then two Didn't got he have hurt. Mahomes? No, I had I had Mahomes. Okay. Um, he he had him a while ago, but then he, he Kyle got him, and then I got him from Kyle. I fleeced Kyle. I gave him like Aaron Rodgers and something for from Holmes, but that's okay. You fleeced um, Kyle? Yeah, not shocking. Um, but you know Lamar had a lot of criticism after last year, and he's taken great strides into. He took it well. You know he didn't let it bother him. He took it, and this team is one of the best teams in the league and they're handling their division pretty well. And he played had, it not, had it not Sorry been for Lamar, you know, the, the, the big turnaround with Lamar, especially with the win last night, I originally did have Tua as my, my top before the dolphins kind of hit a little bit of a rut, but um, yeah. So I went Lamar. I put Tua second and CJ Stroud third. Yeah. I was going to say Lamar. I looked it up. Lamar only played twelve games last year. That's still that's still a lot. That means he only missed five. That's a lot for a quarterback. But yeah, but but like their team wasn't that great either. Who do, who do you got, Elijah? I got C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Hell yeah. Yeah. They, they got they got him plus two thousand right now. I just feel like what he's what he's doing as a rookie and how like how much better the Texans are this year and a lot of that has to do with him. You take him off the Texans and they're probably 
one of the worst teams in the league again. So that's my reasoning behind that. What do you What do you got, Luke? I put uh, Tua. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I go Tagovailoa. There you go. I put Tua mainly because his offense is so good. Yeah, I I like I said I I had Tua and then just watching Lamar continue to come back and just just dominate, just play so well this year and their team looks so good and I just I was like, you know what? And I know what's going to end up happening. It's going to be Mahomes or Hurts win because they have the best team records. But I just I don't agree with it. I I think all three of us all three of our picks have a better claim to that throne than, than Mahomes. And nothing against Mahomes. I like I, I like these Patrick Mahomes. Preached to his, his daddy played on our favorite twins. He just having <laughs> but, a down he's he's having a down year, like the offense is having a down year. It's just it's like not what you expect from Mahomes, I guess. Yeah. And I and that's why I can't put him up there. You know what I mean? Like I just it's not it's nothing against him. He's fantastic, but to me he's he's not the MVP. No. No. Um so with that being said, I think are Is you Luke falling asleep? No, I'm breathing heavy. God, you worry it's not worse than I do. <laughs> nope, I'm good. I'm like, like I'm laying on my couch watching this Colorado game and I'm laying weird so I have to readjust here. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you and I both at the same time were like, Are you sleeping? He needs some milk. Oh Lord. I, are I don't you like there, milk. Luke? You're I'm here. here. All right. What's up, Coco? What's up, Coco? <laughs> All right. So uh, we got just uh, a little over 13 minutes left on this show here. Um, I think the best way to do this is let's close out with our mock draft. We we love the draft. It's our favorite time of year. We're just a couple months away from multiple interviews every week doing nothing but talking the draft. Uh, Elijah, I cannot for, wait for you to meet our boy from the from the Jacksonville Jaguars, Carlos Sanchez, who called us from a tin, from a, called us from a tin can in Mexico to finding out we could invite him to the switchboard, and he sounded like he was in a studio. <laughs> Whoa. That was our boy. Yeah, I love Carlos Sanchez. That's my that's my dog right there. He um he, he was tight. Obviously, you know we got the regulars, Paul Pickens coming back. We got Travis Wakefield. We got we got we got all the old G's here, man. But is that one guy going to come back that made me laugh? Oh, oh, the uh, the dude from the Cardinals. Yeah. No, he's not there anymore. I I had I had warned Luke about it beforehand, just in case. Oh my God, I could like I couldn't stop laughing. I had to like leave. I had to take my mic off and like leave because he was well, making me. I don't know why was he making me laugh me. so much. It's because of the voice, and then Kyle's texting the group chat like this man sounds like he eats beans from a can. 
and then and then Jordan texts diabetes. <laughs> so the whole time this is going on, Elijah leaves leaves the the studio area, goes in the other room. Everybody's la- and I'm trying to still conduct this interview, and you can just hear in my voice that I am struggling but trying to stay professional and they just keep going in on this guy. And I'm just, I'm, Oh, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life on, on, on that one. That's funny. How do I stay professional here? Yeah. I mean, like that's, that was me being professional, just being like, all right, I'm just going to remove myself from the situation because I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't take it. This motherfucker just ran the kickback. Yeah, you did. Oh, damn. Sorry, Elijah, I didn't mean to do that, but this dude on Washington State just ran that shit back like it was a late hey, Smithson. How, how's Cam Ward playing tonight? Cam Ward? Is he the quarterback yeah. for Washington State? Yeah. He doesn't have Did any he... touchdowns. Oh, man. He's like a guy that could possibly jump into the first round, maybe. Oh, okay. There's well, let's, let's go through this. So, I think the easiest way is we just kind of we'll just we just rotate in order, and we'll just go through. Um, I I can run the picks down if you want. I can go first. Um, Elijah, you want to go second? Luke, you want to you want to close it? Sure, baby. Sure. All right. It, if anybody's got a take they want to give, go ahead and give it. Um, otherwise, you know, we can just kind of rapid fire here. Uh, first pick, Chicago Bears on the board. I went Caleb Williams. That's a good pick. I think it sucks, Dick. <laughs> what do you, that Elijah? That, that, that goes to you. So New York Giants. Well, who are you? They're taking? probably going to be. Who, a, who did you give the Bears? I. Oh, I'm looking at the mock draft simulator on PFF, oh, and it says it, we, it has a Giants at two. Yeah, we we all we did all 32 picks. I'm lost here. So we 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 did the entire first round ourselves. Okay. Did you not uh, do the entire first round? No, I thought we were just gonna be switching, like swapping back and forth oh, between. Oh, my fault. Yeah, no, oh, we were just so gonna, bears, we gonna go through all thirty-two. Okay, Bears, Caleb Williams, obviously. I'll try uh, and do this on the fly. I, <laughs> You're good. I should have explained it better. I, I apologize. I gave the Bears Marvin Harrison Jr. Whoa! I mean, they might they might not be ready to give up on Justin Fields yet. Yeah, That's kind of what I was thinking. It's it's not it's I mean it's not unheard of. I no. Um, Sports Illustrated's mocked uh, the, on the mock today. Sports or SI.com has Drake May going one. So anything can happen at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I I did have the Giants. This I struggled with. For the longest time, I had Marvin Harrison at two. Because Davy Crockett or whatever the hell you called him, dipshit McGee, signed that four-year, $160 million deal. I'm like, there's no, way they, can, <laughs> there's no way they can move on from that much money. But I think they can, and I went Drake May number two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going, uh, I'm going Drake May number two too, just because Daniel Jones was has been awful this year. He's injured. 
And, like, yeah, he signed a huge contract, and they're probably going to have to eat it, but this draft has so many good quarterbacks. That, yeah, if you want it, a quarterback, this is it. You're right. Yeah, and it's like, if I'm the Giants, I'm like, I've seen enough of Daniel Jones. <laughs> Give me Drake May. What do you got, Luke? Uh, I have the Giants taking Caleb Williams from Ooh. USC. Uh, with the number three pick, I have the Patriots taking J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. Jeez. J.J. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to say another another one I struggled with, but I went quarterback because I feel like Mac Jones is a bust. Yeah. I There's, like, lots of rumors that Mac Jones is going to move on. Like, they're going to move on from Mac Jones. I'm going to go quarterback, but I'm going to go different quarterback. I'm going to say that they take Bo Nix, number three. Ooh, the Bo Nix action. Luke, what do you got? Drake, man. Drake, and that, that's what I kind of figured when when you had the, the Harrison going first. That kind of starts a domino effect. That's right, um, baby. And with that did you wait, said, before, we, before we go on, hold on. Did you guys hear the Patriots rumors today? I did not Mm-mm. know that their uh, Robert Kraft is going to trade uh, Bill um, Belichick. Um, Bill Belichick to the Chargers at the end of the season. Whoa! I didn't hear. I didn't hear that exactly. I just heard that they were thinking about that. Bill Belichick is probably going to be done, and they're not going to fire him. But no. I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't hear like to the Chargers. Yeah. Did they say what kind of compensation? No, I have no idea, but. Damn, I like that. Good, 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 good digging. Good digging is normal, Luke. Uh, number four, I went with the obvious choice, Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Kyler Murray's the guy for that team. I think they realize that they can't give up on him. They and they're. I think they'd be dumb to give up on him. He showed how good he was. They're not playing for almost a year. Won him the game on Sunday, uh, which hurts their draft stock. But fuck it. Uh, I think you give him Marvin Harrison Jr. I think that's a great pick with Rondell Moore, Hollywood Brown. Um, you know, they, they, they have McBride, it was Trey McBride or whatever at tight end. They drafted Paris Johnson last year, so they got a left tackle. Um, I think they could use another tackle, but yeah, I mean, if Marvin Harrison's there at four, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, Marvin Harrison, like, you got to get, yeah, you got to get a, uh, Kyler Murray a weapon. I mean, he doesn't have D Hop anymore. I mean, who's their who's the Cardinals' best receiver right now? Michael Michael Wilson probably or Rondell Moore? Yeah, Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Oh, I, for, I forgot about Hollywood Brown. In, but in Murray's contract is going to be so much more cap friendly compared to what all these other deals are too. Which I think is why there's no point to move on from him. Yeah, Get another guy later in the draft. Definitely. Yeah, Harrison definitely makes. Most sense. What do you got, Luke? Cardinals? I want Olu Fashanu, but not the one in yeah. Madden, the one in real life. <laughs> Olu. Luke with the number one pick in our Madden season takes uh, Olomuyiwa Fashanu from Penn State, right? Olu oh, Fashanu. He, he trades up, gets the top tackle in the draft. It's all there for him. And he goes into his first game, and it's like a five foot ten, 180-pound white guy. And he's just yeah. getting blitzed like it's no business. Nobody's business. Yeah, Madden. 
there's a there's a huge glitch in Madden. I don't like it was supposed to be fixed, but their draft classes, like if you download edited ones, like every player is the same. Like, yeah, like when I, when you, I got lucky that my my Shadur Sanders, I think it was that I had was was good or Caleb Williams, one of the two, because who did you draft the what quarter? No, you drafted Shadur and I he couldn't Shadour. throw it over thirty yards. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh no! And like, like Brock Bowers was like a skinny black dude. I'm like, wait, who is, that's not, who is this guy? Like, it, it was terrible. And that's what we thought that we were like, there's got to be some kind of issue. Well, you just confirmed it. Yeah, it's a glitch that <laughs> it's been. Dumb. Yeah, get that fixed. I like draft classes. Uh, number five, I went the route of Luke with pick one, but just a different player. I went Keon Coleman, wide receiver from Florida State. Um, for for me, for number five, I'm going Olu Fashanu or whatever. No, or, that's whatever his name. You got it. You got it. I'm going him because Bears need a ton of work on their offensive line, and even. <laughs> Even if they keep Justin Fields or if they draft Caleb Williams, like they 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 need receiver, but they need line probably more because their line is pretty porous and they'd be getting the best tackle in the draft at this point. So you want to protect your QB. What do you got, Luke? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Latu from uh, UCLA. Layatu Latu. That's it. Layatu Latu. Um, yeah, my draft is going to be very surprising with him, and I'm way wrong, and I got to I got to refigure this out. But you're going to hear his name a lot later from me than he is. He's going to call. Shut up, you British bitch. Um, if we get kicked off, uh, just just remember, guys, as always, you can podcast uh, after we're done the rest of the show here to hit to hear the rest of our mock draft as we wrap this up. Also, Sunday, as we said last night, we're going to try to get on here to cover DDT Ultimate Party 2023 and the New Japan Power Struggle 2023 on Sunday, WrestleCast, and also go over the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Uh, We're going to do our own ballot as if we're voting. Got 10 picks, and the hard part is going to be that we want to discuss is uh, you're only allowed to take three people from the Japan bracket or Japan region this year. Because usually the voters always take five, six Japanese guys. So Meltzer changed it, which is kind of wild. Shingo and Shima, probably two of my picks, but we'll get into that on Sunday. Uh, And also we'll we'll, uh, review Full Gear on Sunday. It's tomorrow night, Full Gear, uh, which they just added Claudio Castagnoli and Buddy Matthews. Uh, That's five stars. And the four-way tag match is now a ladder match. So... More added, and Nature Boy Ric Flair will be in Sting, Darby Allen, and Edge's corner. Think of that one, Elijah. This Sunday, we get this kid named Nick Wayne, the Luchasaurus, and and Christian. You remember Christian taking on Christian. Sting, Edge, Sting, Edge, Darby Allen with Ric Flair as their manager. How random is that? That, that is random. Sting is still wrestling. Yeah, he's yeah. going to retire in February. Yeah, he's still That's jumping off of the stage and shit like he's 30 years old. Tight. Yeah, he fucks hard at AEW. <laughs> uh, 
All right, see you, Luke. Luke just got got butt kicked again. Uh, let's hope he can get back because if he can't, we ain't gonna get to get his draft. <laughs> uh oh. Sorry, Luke. What happened? Um, I don't know. It just says uh, caller G F G H F H T has dropped. Um, and I have no button to call anyone, and I don't think he can get back in. So oh, that's the geez. It was that uh, was great getting your draft. We'll keep on moving though. Number six, unfortunately, I had uh, Alomo Iwa Fashano, Penn State tackle, going to the Packers. Ugh. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going JJ McCarthy here. Ooh, oh, that's a, that's a good pick. Because I honestly, I think after this year the Packers are probably going to clean house with like the coaching staff and whatever. I th- I think LeFleur is kind of going to be on the hot seat just because his like his, I just, I don't know about his, his offensive scheme and Jordan and like Jordan love. Like, I think, I don't think necessarily Jordan loves the entire problem. Like, I think, the coaching has a lot to do with it too. Cause I mean, he's like, he shows some stuff sometimes, you know, but if they get rid of that coaching staff, I don't think they're going to have any more ties to Jordan Love. So that's why I'm saying they're going to probably start fresh at quarterback because they already have like weapons. Like Jaden Reed is looking pretty good. Luke Musgrave is looking pretty decent at tight end. They just drafted Christian Watson um, and they have uh, Dobbs, you mm-hmm. know. So like, offensive yes, line. That was my for them. For shot offensive line. For, sorry. Offensive line for them could be a bigger need, but that all depends on if Jordan Love stays, and if Jordan Love doesn't stay, then I think they might look for a quarterback. So that's why I went with JJ. And, and that's one thing too. Like I don't disagree with it. I, I, I don't think it's all Jordan Love's fault, but I do think that he is also not a starting caliber quarterback. Yeah, you know. So like, and it, I, I don't think they're doing him any favors by any means, which doesn't help. Um, Luke sent me his screen. He screenshotted his picks. Um, he went Joe Alt tackle for Notre Dame. Okay. So, uh, with the Rams, I went Joe Alt tackle Notre Dame for the Rams. Yeah, Joe Alt tackled Notre Dame for me too. Um, and he went Chop Chop Robinson, the edge rusher from Penn State. Uh, for chop, the Tennessee, chop. Tennessee Titans, we both have the same. We both took Malik Neighbors, uh, wide receiver from LSU. Yeah, I'm gonna go Malik Neighbors too because. Uh, they have their quarterback that they, they probably have their quarterback of the future right now and Levis. So they probably want to get him a weapon. Yeah. Especially if he's going to come out and actually do something like he did, which shocked me. I'll be the first to say that I shit on that guy so bad. <laughs> well, he hasn't looked, he hasn't looked, he hasn't looked like great his last couple of games. Like he had that, his first game, he looked pretty good. And then 
he's been all right as his last couple games. So we'll see what happens. Uh, number nine, I took Bo Nix for the Atlanta Falcons. I, I feel like they they know Desert Ritter's not the answer. And when you give all that draft capital to all those offensive rookie weapons that they took in the first round, they got to get a guy to get the ball going. Yeah. I'm going to go in a different direction. Yep. I'm going to say they take Chop Robinson. Oh, Chop going. Uh, gives them a nice to, edge to, to add to their like to add to their already to add to their already like really good defensive line. I well, I mean they need they they need to be better. They were the worst team in sacks last year in the entire NFL. They were the the literal bottom of the barrel. But they're having a better year this year. So yeah, I this like year they're all defensive. This year, their defense line's been a lot better. But. Yeah, and and um, Luke Luke kind of took the same sentiment as you. Obviously, he took Chop Robinson earlier, but he still took an edge and gave him Jared Verse from uh, Florida State with uh, pick number nine. Uh, then rounding out the top ten, uh, me and Luke had the same pick here. Uh, we both gave uh, tight end Brock Bowers out of Georgia to Sam Howell to give him a tight end weapon. Yeah, um, if I'm... If I'm the Redskins, I gotta agree with you guys because they're the have commanders. The commanders. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> um No, like that is a big oops. But <laughs> if I'm the commanders, yeah, because they they have they have the receivers, obviously, and McLaurin and um Penn State dude. Forgot That's his name. name. Yeah. And they have their running backs set. So, I don't know, who's their their starting tight end? Is what Logan Thomas right now and yeah, Brock Bowers so, would be. Brock Bowers would be a huge upgrade yeah, over. Yeah, Bowers is he he eats. That's a, that that dude is. That's a that's a that's a big boy. That's a that's a nice tight end right there. That's <laughs> I yeah. like I like Brock Bowers. So um, I'm going I'm going Bowers as well. So unanimous on Bowers. Uh, two of the last three, Malik Neighbors, Brock Bowers. Uh, number 11, I went with, uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I went cornerback Nate Wiggins out of Clemson. What did Luke go? Luke took uh, Dallas Turner, edge rusher out of Alabama. I'm going to say they take Roma Dunze from Washington. Yeah, he's he's been a hell of a playmaker. Just uh, number. They, I, oh, sorry. No, you're. I was, I was, gonna, I was just trying to get. I, I realized. Uh, I I don't need you turning into a pumpkin because it's almost eleven. So I was just oh, trying okay. to move. But we have. All right. Look, I got all the time in the world, baby. <laughs> don't you worry. I was just gonna say because they're probably moving on from. Mike Evans next it, year or so. Doesn't it seem like, isn't it crazy to think how long he's been there, but it doesn't seem like he's been there that long, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, it is crazy. And it's also crazy, too, to, like, realize the numbers that he's put up. Through, like, five different quarterbacks, too. Yeah. Like, what does he What does he have, like, seven, what did he have, like, seven straight 1,000-yard seasons? Yeah, I think I, I think every year he's been in the league, he's had a thousand yard season. And 
like, I always thought he was good, but I didn't ever know he was that, like, that good. Like, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, he's, and he, He's Keenan Allen in a way, where you don't realize yeah. what he, how good he is until you look at his numbers and you're like, wait a minute, he did that? Like, yeah. So that's that's a I like that I I like that on Dune's pick. I think that's a really good pick. Um, number twelve for the Jets. Um, I went with J.C. Latham. I figure you need to tackle on this team, especially if uh, Rodgers comes back. You got to protect them. Um, and this team, you don't you never know they could sneak into a playoff spot and get him back with his weird like. Marvel serum or whatever. Um, and then Luke took uh, Jerzon Newton, the defensive lineman out of Illinois. I haven't. Did I? I'm Luke kind of losing it. Did I Did I say Joel? Did I give Joel Alt to a team yet? Uh, yes, you did to the Rams. Okay, never if, mind if, then. If you're on PFF.com, you can click the mock draft button and you can input all of your picks if you want to. So you don't, okay. so you don't get lost. Uh, but yes, uh, you you did have Joe Alt go. Well, obvious then. Like I wasn't, sh- I was gonna give them an offensive lineman for this pick. I just didn't know which one I used, so I'm gonna go with J.C. Latham. Yeah, like, you got Latham, you got Amarius Mims, you got uh, Talisi Fuaga, uh, Graham Barton's one of them. I mean, you got you got some names, but yeah, I I like J.C. Latham out of Alabama. I think he's a I think he's a big boy. That's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 13, Denver. Uh, Luke and I had the same thought, just different players. He went Keon Coleman, who I had go at number five. Um, and I went to the man that you took at, at uh, 11. I took uh, a Rome Odunze. Romo. Oh, Romy. <laughs> I think he'd be good in Denver. If they decide to keep using Wilson, which I would think they would, I guess, especially to this year, um, just another solid weapon for them to to utilize out there to really try to get this franchise back on track. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jared Verse. Yeah, nice State. out of Florida. That's a, that, that dude can bang, man. That's a nice line, nice defensive uh, defensive end there. Uh, three left in the first half of the draft here. Uh, I have the L.A. Chargers at 14. Same pick with Luke, ironically. Uh, we both went to Alabama cornerback Kool-Aid McKinstry. Yeah, this is a tough one for me because... I, just, I feel like they're moving on from Quentin, or from uh, uh, Jackson. Well, yeah, and their their secondary is just awful. Like, yeah. the worst... They have, I think they have the worst secondary in the NFL right now. Like, so I just, they also need receivers too, but because the receivers besides Keenan Allen always seem to be hurt, <laughs> but yeah. Mike, I guess I mean, I'm going to go. What has Michael Williams played a, a season? <laughs> Mike will, Mike uh, will didn't make it apparently. Mike will make yeah. it. No, he didn't. He and didn't play. Quentin Johnson hasn't done anything this year like unfortunately for me and my fantasy team but (laughs) i digress so i was gonna receiver and cornerback are their two big needs in my opinion but i think cornerback's a bigger need so i'm going kool-aid 
Oh, yeah. So Kool-Aid's unanimous. I don't want to copy you guys, but it just makes sense. No, I, I I I wouldn't call it copying. I call it three smart minds coming together to agree on something. Uh, pick 15 here. I had the Indianapolis Colts taking Amarius Mims tackle out of Georgia. Uh, Luke with the same route, but a different player. He took Talisi Afuega from Oregon State. For me, I'm going to go Keon Coleman here. Hell yeah, that's a good pick. That's a guy who could, I I think he could go higher than five where I had him, and I think he could go as low as round two. Like, this wider receiver, there could be, I mean, shit, if I look at this, man, one, two, three, four, five, six, I have seven wideouts in in my first round. That's nuts. Quarterbacks and wide receivers, it's going to be a big draft for them this year. And then one, two, three, four. I have six cornerbacks, seven wide receivers, and five quarterbacks in the first round. So 18 of the 32 picks are three positions. And that's not counting tackles. One, two, three, four, five, six. So twenty four of the of the thirty two seventy five percent of my draft is four positions. That's nuts! Holy shit! I didn't realize that when I was putting this together. And I think for the Colts, like I know that they have Pittman; he's pretty decent. They drafted Alex Alec Pierce last year, but Alec Pierce has been like has made no impact whatsoever. So I feel like they need to get another weapon. So that's why I was going Coleman there. Um, and then the last half of the first round, or the first half, the first, end of the first half of the first round, uh, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I went with the man that Luke just took, uh, Taliesi Fuega from Oregon State, the tackle. And Luke went Bo Nix, quarterback out of Oregon. I'm going to go. Michael Penix Jr. here for the Raiders. Oh, nice. Penix. Uh, 17, this is where I said I feel like I screwed up and this won't happen. Uh, but I had uh, the Bills taking UCLA edge rusher lie to Latu. Uh, this dude's going to be a top five, top six pick, I'm sure. I can't believe I had him slide this far. But Who did you pick? I saw the, Sorry. Uh, Leatu Latu. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I Luke had him going five to the Bears. I haven't. I had him falling to seventeen. But I think Luke's way more right. I think the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams and Latu with their two picks. Now that yeah, I think, like, that's that's where I I'm at. But uh, what do you got for the Bills? Well, I kind of made the same mistake that you did. Like, <laughs> if I would have. If I would have had Latu not slipping like an idiot, then I would have probably put uh, Emeka Egbu going to the Bills. Egbuka, baby. Egbuka going to the Bills because (laughs) Stefan Diggs is probably gone. Like, I think he's on his way out after this year. Come back, baby. They're going to need a receiver, but. By default, since I haven't, <laughs> I can't let him go any further down. Yeah, the draft. I was, 
I'm going through this draft today and I'm like, every one of these teams don't need an edge rusher, but he's so talented. They're going to take him. But yeah. for the sake of mocking, I just didn't do it. And I'm just, um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Luke at 17 went JC Latham for the bills to give Josh Allen some protection. Okay. So um, yeah, we, we we both for the Bengals went defensive linemen. Um, I went Jerzon Newton from Illinois, who he took earlier. He went with Leonard Taylor the third from uh, the Miami Hurricanes. That's who I went with. With Leonard. Leonard. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, he went with tackle from Duke Graham Barton, and I went edge rusher Jared Verse out of Florida State. I'm gonna go edge rusher. For the Saints here, and I'm going to go Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner, hell yeah, good pick. I have him way too far down, I think, too. But there's two guys. God, this is a really good draft, man. Yeah. Like, I, I like legit struggled doing this draft. Um, pick 20, he went with uh, Roma Odunze. Odunes, as we did from Washington for the Cardinals. I went uh, cornerback Georgia, keeping the limit the, the lineage. I went with Kamari Lassiter in in the in lieu of Kwame Lassiter. Who? Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go for the for the Adrian Cardinals. Morell days. <laughs> <laughs> Kwame Lassiter, he was like a pretty good safety back in the yeah, day. He, he would he lined up on the same side as Anus Williams too. They were shut down on that. Team. Yeah, Anus Anus Williams. He was he was super good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go corner for the Cardinals, and I'm gonna go Terion Arnold. Ooh, Terion Arnold, the other Alabama cornerback. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, at 21, me and Luke did the same thing. I'm curious to what you have. What are you going with the Minnesota Vikings? Because who we picked, you can't pick. You've already picked them. Oh, so I'm not going QB for the Vikings because, like I said, best case scenario for me is that Kirk Cousins either comes back or Josh Dobbs and Josh Dobbs comes back and they develop like Jaron Hall. Yeah, which would be cool. I wouldn't be mad. So I'm going to use this Vikings pick probably on the defensive side of the ball. And I think I'm going to go a DB here. Caitlin King. No. Cameron King. No, you're going to laugh at this one. You're going to go. I'm going Cooper. I'm going Cooper DeJean from Iowa. Coop? Yeah, Cooper DeJean, baby. He's tight. He's a he's a good player, man. And, oh, and I not, think... o- not only is he a like he's a ball hawk defensively, mm-hmm. like just makes plays all over the field. He's like a elite like punt returner. So, like I feel like he would be good in in Brian Flores' defense. So that's why I'm going Cooper DeJean. I can tell you that I love your pick, Elijah. Uh, do you do you have a guess as to who me and Luke both took? Uh, JJ McCarthy. No, you, no, you already used him. I had him at three. Where I did say he have Michael. McCarthy? 
He doesn't have J.J. McCarthy going in the first round. Oh, interesting. I'm going to guess you guys picked quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say Penix, because I don't feel like you've used Penix yet. What uh, what game are we watching on uh, on the TV, or what are, what were me and Luke watching? Oh, should do her. <laughs> should do it? No, I, I I wish I wish. No, we both went Michael Penix Jr. I don't think Shadour is like I don't think Shadour is going to declare this draft. I think he's going to. I don't gonna, think so either because he could come out next year and be the number one pick. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm thinking. But, I want oh my god, so I, fucking I would, bad. I would love Michael Penix in a Vikings uniform. Oh man, yeah, lie. no, we we were talking we were talking about that, and I'm saying this as I'm wearing a Colorado Bulldogs um, hoodie right now since I'm a fucking Mark. Uh, we're both like we both said we want Shadour. We're we we we're both all in. We 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 are drinking the Kool Aid, if you will. You know what I mean? Fuck it, it's fun. We're having a great time with it. But then when we were talking, I was joking with him. I'm like, you know, we can't both mock Shadour at 21, right? He's like, why not? I was like, we just can't. It's not gonna happen. He might not even come out. And I'm like, but you know, so we got to do something different. And then he kind of giggled, and then I kind of giggled, and we're both like. Man, what if we got Michael Penix Jr. at 21? <laughs> We're like, let's go, baby. Throw it in there. Let's do it. Yeah, now, I, I like it. Walter Football, who you know I I preach their their drafts every year. They they mm-hmm. like statistically have been the most accurate mock draft website over the last decade. Literally. Walter Football's like, good. Walter Football's good. That's good shit. They now now they had two they had two questionable picks at fifty two and fifty three, but if anybody's gonna hit them they got it right. They had at fifty two a Kool Aid McKinstry falling that far to the Chargers. Holy crap! At fifty, they had like five cornerbacks over him, including Terry on Arnold from Alabama. Wow. Do they know something we don't? Maybe. But I don't know. They're probably not right about that. But at pick fifty-three, both of the Charlie Campbell and and Walter Football both had Michael Penix in the second round going to us. If that's the case, fantastic. But I wouldn't be mad if we took him in the first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, I will. Mm-hmm. I will, if if we draft Michael Penix in April, I will order his jersey that night. That's how excited I would be for Michael Penix. Because it, it's just like I said to you a few weeks ago, just like how Steph Curry changed the NBA, guys like Lamar and Murray and people like that, you know, guys like that and shit have changed a lot how quarterbacks are. And Penix is that dual threat that I would love to see in purple and gold. Yeah. I would love that. The way he can move in the pocket and the cannon – and accuracy that that dude has, I'll tell you what, I understand Caleb Williams is this be-all, end-all, and Drake May is so good and supposed to be great, but I would put Penix against either of those two watching him this year. Yeah. And I, I said before the season started, and I got laughed at by people, I said Washington is gonna might make the national championship, and people gave me the – they didn't even win their division. I said, I'm telling you, man, you watch the way that Penix and company plays on that team and his weapons. This dude is for real. 
This team is for real. And I want to see Michael Penix in a Vikings jersey. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> only thing I the only the only thing I would say the only knock I would say I have on Penix is he's his he's been injured a lot. Like he's seen, he's been pretty healthy. And you know what? Like this that past, translates he's been healthy these, Yeah, and he's been healthy these past couple of years. So but I mean like even, like he's just he's always been a really good player. Even he was when he was healthy his like one healthy year at Indiana. He was really good and had like had that Indiana team like I think on the verge of winning the Big Ten or like they were uh they were up there. They had like their best year in years and uh that dude is just the arm on that guy and just the way he throws the ball down the field is just ridiculous. Um and who did you have again one more time for the Vikings? You had you had, uh, had Cooper DeJean. Cooper DeJean. Uh, with the Dallas Cowboys pick 22, um, we both went corner. Luke went Nate Wiggins, who already had gone from Clemson. And I went Cooper DeJean from Iowa, <laughs> going to Dallas. <laughs> so I was Man, with you, but just in a different I don't, even, I don't even care about Dallas. Could you imagine if they put Cooper DeJean with Diggs? They're going to go 8-8 eight and eight again, Hell no yeah, matter who they that. draft. Yeah, because Michael fuck. Penix is going to bounce their ass. Penix to Jefferson, baby. I'm I'm gonna go Nate Wiggins here. That's a good pick. That's that like that's what Luke put put to. I agree. It's a corner, and I I think I and this is part of the reason too why I do think people or the Walter Football at least had McKinstry drop is because I understand Kool Aid McKinstry. He's the cool pick. It's the cool guy. His name is Kool Aid. It's fun. But at the end of the day. If if Terry and Arnold is is getting a higher draft grade than Kool Aid McKinstry, just because of his age and his just athleticism he's got, I don't see Cooper DeJean or Nate Wiggins that much different than McKinstry. Like I think there's a lot. Kalen King, who we'll talk about probably later, at least on my end. Yeah, yeah, Kalen King is really good too. There's a very good chance where I could see McKinstry go as high as a top 10 player to the end of the second round because, man, that it's just – it's so deep at, at corner this year. Yeah. Uh, 23, me and Luke had the same thing, and I it sickens me because I hate this team, but we both took for the Pittsburgh Steelers Cameron Kitchens, Kitchens from uh, the uh, Miami Hurricanes safety. Ugh. I I went tackle here. I went Graham Barton. Nice Duke Duke kid. Tackle guard too. I, the thing I like about Graham Barton is he's a he's a dual combo because he can play he can play guard too, which is really nice. Yeah. So I think that's going to help some teams. Uh, the Texans uh, get the biggest uh, the biggest thank you Jesus moment of the draft as C.J. Stroud gets to bring in his old teammate. While we he and Luke had this one too. That's funny. Uh, we get to bring in our boy from Ohio State, Emeka Egbuka. And C.J. Stroud just gets a present right here at 24. <laughs> yeah. His favorite receiver I'm, when he played. That would be a good one. But I, I already had Emeka going. So I'm going to go Cam Kitchens here to add another piece to the defense that – 
Um, God, why can't I talk right now? I'm getting tired. <laughs> the defense that their head coach is looking to build. Demico Ryan's? Yes, I can't believe I forgot Demico Ryan's name. But that's okay. Yeah, Will Anderson, like, another another stud linebacker. Yeah, and then yeah, they they probably need some secondary help, so I'm going Cam Kitchens, bringing the kitchen sink. <laughs> uh, pick 25. I have the Miami Dolphins taking a uh, Graham Barton tackle out of Duke. Um, Luke at 25 went tackle as well, but he went uh, man. I had go 10 picks out of the Colts. A Marius Mims out of Georgia. Yeah, for the Dolphins here, I'm going to go Marius Mims. Mims is like cooked food. <laughs> uh, then at pick 26, um, Luke had uh, Braylon Trice, edge rusher out of Washington, and I went with Dallas Turner, edge rusher out of Alabama. So both of us took edges. I'm going edge, too, and I'm going Braylon Trice. And Braylon Trice, good pick, good pick. Both of you guys grabbed him. At 27, I went with Chop Robinson, who's still on my board for some reason. Uh, just like Dallas Turner, still on my board for some reason. Uh, edge out of Penn State. And Luke went Tyler Newbin, safety out of the Gophers. I'm going Josh Newton here, cornerback from TCU. Ooh. Uh, pick 28, Luke and I both went the same route. We both took cornerback Kalen King out of Penn State for the Niners. Kalen King is... Also, my pick for the Niners here. Nice three-way there. Uh, 29, he went Cooper DeJean, the Iowa corner we've been talking about. And I went uh, South Carolina Gamecocks wide receiver Xavier Leggett for the Ravens, giving uh, Lamar yeah. the weapon. Leggett. Leggett's going to be my choice for the Ravens, too. Uh, pick 30, Detroit Lions. Luke went defensive lineman Chris Jenkins out of Michigan, and I went cornerback out of Alabama, Tarion Arnold. And for the Lions, I am going to go with Amarius Mims. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck here because they already have like so many offensive linemen that are good. Penny so, but Sewell. Penny Sewell, who's their other tackle? Taylor Taylor Decker. Yeah, or is yeah he, Decker. And then they have Frank Ragnow. <laughs> yeah, Corey's Mims doesn't make uh, Mary's Mims doesn't make much sense, but I'm tired. <laughs> At uh, 31, I have the Kansas City Chiefs taking Texas wide receiver uh, Xavier Worthy, whereas Luke had Xavier Leggett going to the Chiefs. I'm going to have the Chiefs take a tackle here. Nice. And this is another guy that slipped down my board. I didn't realize. Talise Faugu. <laughs> Talise Fuaga from the Oregon. Talise Fuaga. <laughs> Yeah, we had him. I had him teen to the Raiders, and Luke had him fifteen. Um, and then pick thirty-two. Uh, he took the same thing I did for the Chiefs for the Eagles. Xavier Worthy out of Texas, and I went safety. Uh, Tyler Newbin out of the Gophers for uh, the Eagles. I do too. The Eagles. I I went Tyler Newbin as well. The Eagles seem to 
kind of always take good safeties like in the first like couple rounds of the draft it seems like so it just seems like a fit for them so a lot of that was fun a lot of a lot of good draft a lot of good draft um i got mine saved luke has his saved we'll call this hopefully you can save yours somehow or you can go back and listen where you pod all your casts just like everyone else can and write down your picks and save them for a later date as we'll call this our mid-season mock as we will have more of these as we get farther into the year into the off season and uh, vice versa um so for myself and uh luke and elijah we appreciate you all listening tonight as uh we went a good two and a half hours on uh, on sportscast tonight usually we Usually we don't always crack the two hour mark, but we we hit the award. Hell of a show. Do you think think Luke got bored and just left? No, he (laughs) said he goes he goes that British um, expletive uh, booted me. That British bastard. Uh, That British whore is what he said. (laughs) That British whore. (laughs) Yeah, he said he got booted uh, again by that lady, and it wouldn't let him reconnect. How does she do that? I don't know, man. Blog Talk, they, they're on some shit sometimes. Man, fuck you, Blog Talk. I pay you $40 a month. Fuck you, Gumby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Blog Talk. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but, you know, I had a lot of fun. I thought we had some good chemistry going. I thought we had a, we had a nice little show, and I'm excited to do it again. Yeah, it, it was good. It's good to be back on. It's good to be back doing this. I mean, I'm. I feel like I'm a little rusty. That's okay. We're, and, we'll, we'll get there. But, you know what I mean, yeah, I almost feel like I'm start. Like I'm starting out doing this again. <laughs> um, let, let's not forget too. One thing that that uh, uh, we we gotta we gotta talk about when it comes down, and we we gotta start feeling it out, obviously too. December sixteenth, though, as we said last time, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Armory, the last Showtime boxing show is happening here in Minnesota. Elijah, we gotta get a hold of Rob and get our get our credentials for that shit. David Morell Jr. will defend uh, his his regular super middleweight title in the main event on that show. Um, Sorry, my computer battery just said that it's low. If you heard a weird noise, <laughs> no, it's okay. But that's what I'm saying. We just, we, you know, it's the, uh, uh, it's the because they scrap as as we said they scrapped the Thurman Stanonis Laura Arizlandi Laura Danny Garcia pay per view from the week before. Thank Man, God. Can, you, can you believe? Can you believe how? Unlucky Stan Jonas is. <laughs> that dude is like supposed to have had like five fights. I don't five five might be exaggerating, but like he was supposed to fight Victor Ortiz like twice or uh, Virgil Ortiz like twice, and then you said the 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 fight the pay per view fight. Who was he supposed to fight in that pay per view fight? Goofy Danny Jabberwocky Garcia. Yeah, like in that fight fell through in Virgil Ortiz twice and I think he might have had another fight fall through like that dude just Stan Jonas can't catch no breaks. <laughs> he doesn't get that payday. <laughs> payday. 
<laughs> if you want bad day. So we got to make sure <laughs> we got we got to make sure that we get our uh, our media and go cover that because that's that we we got to go to the last show, Elijah. You got to we got we got to make sure we can we can both attend together. That's, yeah, you know that. Yeah, we got to we got to mingle, have some fun. Um, so we'll, we'll get more up on that. You know, it's a month away. Um, we'll be back. I don't have an exact date, obviously, as we came on a Friday. Uh, we had a different date or, or last week, I believe, when we came on and did this. So uh, we'll be back, though, next week, some more talk. Um, I'm hoping we could start getting some guests lined up here. And then between the three of us, we can, you know, everybody, you know, all three of us can throw two questions each at, the, at our guest, give them six questions, kind of go through that. And, um, you know, get some more talk on NFL-wise, maybe start building up some NBA talk. Um, and I, I wouldn't mind hearing from a, hearing from a representative of the Chicago Blackhawks on Connor Bedard. I just this kid is amazing. He is the he is the he, he scored a goal a minute or two minutes and like forty seconds into his first ever home game, which is the fastest a player has ever scored for their home team joining their team in the history of the league, like. This dude's the real deal, and I wouldn't mind talking to somebody about him. So, um, we got some good stuff coming up ahead. We're gonna we're gonna get it lined up and uh, bring it all for y'all. So, anything you want to plug or talk about, Eliza? Hell no, I ain't got shit to plug. <laughs> well, I'm just glad I'm just glad to be back. But no, I don't have like I don't have anything to plug, man. Like that's okay. That's that's okay. What I what do I look like? Plug God. <laughs> All right, well, with that being said, say good night, Elijah. Good night, people. Oh, I thought you were. Gonna I'm going to bed. Huh? <laughs> Alex eyes does it. He goes, "Say good night, Ryan." And I go, "Good night, Ryan." No, I I don't say good night, <laughs> Ryan. Or good night. I say. <laughs> you know what? You know what we're leaving them all with, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all have a wonderful evening. We'll be back on Sunday. Hopefully, with more Russell Cast. And with that being said, bye, Felicia.